The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Where my lady said, where my lady said, oh, yeah. all the 
344-499-1000 is the telephone number. If, shut up, guys! Those are the people waiting to get on the phones. We've raised the bar a bit tonight, and so it's monkeys. Uh, of course, it's not really uh, monkeys queuing to phone up. They can't use uh, phones, but they we have got a, a pack of monkeys loose in the studio this evening tonight, guys. It's going to be one of those nights. 344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Let's go to Alistair. Good evening, Alistair. Hey, how are you doing, mate? I'm doing very well. Hello. Yes? Anyway, what I wanted to suggest is a new game. Oh, I like the sound of that. But it's based on the yes or S word. Okay. Oh, okay, so the game that we already have. Okay, right, yes. But no, it, uh, it's kind of reversed because uh, we all know of your very bespoke musical taste. Um, no, my musical sort taste is... Of. No, no, my, it's not bespoke. It's diverse. It's wide-ranging. The only things I absolutely hate are reggae and jazz. And do you know what? As I get older, I'm coming round to jazz. It's inevitable. (laughs) As men approach their 50s, they come round to jazz. I'm approaching my 50s. I'm coming round to jazz. I am. I'm coming round to it. So, anyway... The game is, yes. callers ring in, yes. and they name up to five or ten bands you decide. Oh, Jesus. And then Jones. you say, Jesus yes Jones or being S. one of the bands. Yes? Right? And then whoever gets the most yes from you wins the All right. game. Stay there. All right, stay there, then. We're going to play around with that and see if this works. All games have to be tried out. Uh, Alistair, say hello to Alan. Alan, say hello to Alistair. Good evening, guys, Alan. sir. How you doing, Alan? Not bad, thank you. Yourself, sir? Absolutely. Tickety-boo. Right, we're going to play a game that uh, uh, Alistair has invented. Alistair, tell Alan the rules of the game, and we're going to go straight in, and we're going to play it uh, right off the bat. Okay, well, Alan, uh, yeah. Ian is the uh, judge. Basically, what we do, we take it in turns of saying, uh, what do you want, Ian, five or ten bands? Five! Five. five. Ten's too many. Um, yeah. Although we have bands. no other callers at the moment, so it could be twenty. Um, Ian says yes or S. Yes. And then, um, basically, uh, whoever Ian says more yes than S wins. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, okay. So, Alistair, you go first. By the way, 0344-499-1000. I tell you what we need, um, is we need kind of a, a reserve judge, um, in case you guys Catherine. feel strongly. Well, well, Catherine's taste in music is awful. It re- it really is awful, <laughs> Catherine. It really, really is. You just don't have a clue what is good music and what is not. 
So what we need, we need a reserve, we need a backup judge. What would they, uh, we, you know, in football, I believe in football now, they've introduced um, a computer. I think it's called um, Mr. Babbage. No, that's, that's the that's the computer from um, Winner Takes All. Hosted. No, Family Fortunes. What was the computer called in Winner Takes All then? It wasn't a computer in Winner Takes All, it was Family Fortunes. No, 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 well, yes, all right, it was in, in, in Family Fortunes, but there was a name of the computer in Winner Takes All as well. No, there wasn't a computer in Winner Takes All. Yes, there, there was. No, I watched Winner Takes All when no, I was there, younger. I watched it, and Jimmy Tarbuck would say, he would, ref, he would refer, stroke, differ, defer, to the computer. He'd, I'm sure he would say, Mr. Babbage... No, that was Bob No, I know that! But I am sure, <laughs> Miss, I am sure Jimmy Tarbuck also uttered a similar phrase. I don't remember that. Don't uh, you're you're going to remember getting a fist in your face, Alan, and a boot up your jacksie. <laughs> right. John has called... Shut, shut up. Shut up, Alan. John has called in. Good evening, John. Hi, how are you? I'm great, thank you, John. I believe you want to be the um, the uh, Mr. Babbage computer that backs up my judgments on these bands. Is that correct? No, not at all. Oh. What do you, what do you want um, then, John? I, I called in a completely different subject, completely 90-degree turn. Okay, 90-degree. Uh, not, not, so, not so light-hearted as as uh, games yes because uh, I don't know I'm a bit bored by that recent game sorry um, yet. we haven't even played shut up Alan we haven't even played the game yet this is a virgin game John well can't you see the way it's going I mean don't you kind of uh, sorry? we have played games before haven't we we have played games before yes I don't know. I don't. I just don't. Uh, you, I don't see. You don't play games. See any winners? Any winners? Here. Oh, the winners will be the listeners, isn't it? Well, one one has lost already. Sorry. So, um, oh, I don't know. Maybe maybe the subject is too tight. So I don't know if you can if you would like to discuss. We're going to be talking. We, we're going to be talking about child abuse in a bit. We we actually are. So we can do light and shade. But you want to talk about Donald Trump, do you? Yeah. I okay. wonder what you think about this this U-turn. If this, if you think that uh, Donald Trump will no man. longer be going to North Korea, and we've got we've got a statement from um, we've actually here's a first, here's a first. We've got a statement from Kim Jong Un um, yeah. about the about the council trip. Have a listen to this. Okay. That sounds like a little rocket man to me. I tell you what, John. Here's, I'll, yeah. do, I'll do you a deal. Do you a deal, brother. Yeah. All right. If you play this game with us, and all you've got to do is, is be the backer. You've got to be like the linesman to my referee, right? Yeah. If you play this game with us, I yeah. promise you, on my father's grave, that yeah. I will allow you to talk about Trump. Yeah? We got a deal? Uh, I, I, I tell you what. We got a deal. I get... I, 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 I'll, I'll just, I'll just leave the honour for other people. I just can't handle it. What is wrong? Where's Honestly. your soul? Where's your soul, John? What, what are you saying? I'm saying, what, I'm saying, sorry, Alan's breathing very, very heavily this evening. I, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a total mouth breather. I'm saying, yeah. where's your soul, John? Come and play with us, please. We'd like him um, to play, I, wouldn't we, Alistair? Yeah, I'll, 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 I don't mind, yeah. but I'm so rubbish at it, and, and I'm not going to put my no, whole... No, you're... you're John, do you like music? I mean, John, do you like music? Oh, no, no. You no, don't like I'm music? 
I like to sing, but uh, I, oh. I'm, not, I'm not so familiar with any bands. Give us a song. Talk to me. Give us a song. Doesn't talk to me. Music doesn't talk to you. I'm shy. All you've got to do is I'm going to pronounce my judgment, and then you've just got to back me up. You've just got to say, yes, I agree. Yeah, if it, if it makes any sense, I will. All right, beautiful. We're in. we got the game. we got John on board. This is great. Alan, we got... But Alan, please try not to breathe through your okay. mouth, mate. Thank you. Oh, he actually said okay when I said please try not to breathe, so that's interesting. Right, so Alistair's going to name a band. I'm going to tell him uh, yes or S. S stands for... And then Alan's going to do it, and at the end we tell... Right. Uh, uh, Alistair, where you go? Nick Drake. Yes. Would you, would you, shut up, would you agree with me, John, that Nick Drake is a yes? Um, um, Drake, you, Drake, this, 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 uh, singer from Toronto? He's kind of, um, no, but, okay, so John agrees with me. Alan. Motorhead. No. S word. Would you? Wh- where Never do you heard. stand on? Where do you stand on Motorhead, John? Never heard of it. Come on, man! You've heard the Ace of Spades. I'm, I'm, honestly, I'm if you like to gamble, right. it's all the same to me. No, I never gamble. Uh, I, I'm quite ignorant of all this. You don't this drink. Only when there's like a wireless festival and what? and everybody's talking about different. Uh, I have no idea. Believe John, me. you I'm, don't I'm, drink. You don't smoke. What do I, you do? I, I drink. I drink. I drink some wine. I drink some beer. Yeah. You drink I, some wine. I, you I drink some smoke. beer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. Um, Alistair. So it's one nil to Alistair. Okay. Yes. Um... Not the verve. Mm, that is, they are sh- they are the S words, like to the power okay. of a million. <laughs> John, what do you, what are your thoughts, John, on the verve? I tell you what, those monkeys know more about these bands than me. I, I, honestly, wow. I, I'm putting my hands up. I don't know. I'm rubbish. Okay. And I, but, yeah, I re- thumb, but you can still have an opinion. Uh, <laughs> Bittersweet <laughs> symphony. Symphony or random computer generator. Be, be quiet, Alistair. But John and I, John and I are the judges. Shut up. But uh, sorry, John. Buy an Alexa. The Alexa will know more than me. And we'll probably, probably have more more personality. Okay, Alan. It's thank it, you very much for the compliment. You are very welcome, Alan. Your your turn. Oasis. Uh, S word. Terrible band, aren't they, John? Uh, I don't know. Oasis, yeah, they're quite famous. They're, well, they're quite famous, but don't mean they're any good, does it? I never listen to them. You see, when I listen to you at the radio, and I can, there's so many channels about music. Why do I listen to you? Why don't I listen to music? Have you listened to this show before, John? Plenty of times. I listen to it a lot. Yes. Okay, because I've got a feeling you don't know the vibe of this show, but that's okay. Everyone... I know. I listen to plenty. I listen to the music. Whoa. Quite bores me. Hey. But Whoa. sometimes I, I, I don't mind your Whoa. your. Uh, your rough comments, that's why I'm listening to it. Oh, you like my rough comments? Use that to quite yeah. put it on the poster. Ian Lee, rough comments. Alistair, your turn. You're leading one... Elton one John. Elton that's, John. Now, Elton John is a toughie. Yeah. Because yeah, half yeah. of it is yes, and half of it is complete and utter S. Mm. John, you have to decide on this one. It comes down to you. Is I, think, Elton... I, think, I, think, I think, why should he be left out with all, you know, I mean, he's, play, he's done a lot of the music industry. I think you should give him a go for You're it. Gonna, you want to say Elton John is let a let yes? Let okay, let okay, let it's 2-0. It's Alan, you've really got, really got to turn this around here, buddy. Go on. Davy Jones. <laughs> well, you've, well, I'm going to say it's the S word because his solo output 
was not particularly good. <laughs> so you, you you blew it there, Alistair. Your go. Uh, new order. S word. Terrible okay. band. One of the worst bands ever. <laughs> Favorite new order song, John? No idea. Did you no prefer idea. them when they were Joy Division? <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't care if they if they split or they joined together. You know, wow. it wouldn't. It wouldn't. It wouldn't bother me. Okay. Okay. Um, what was the last um, What was the last CD you bought, John? CD. See, compact disc. Um, <coughs> classical, classical music. Classical you know. music. I see. I see. Yes. yes. I'm kind of relaxing. I like to relax with music. I you, don't like to that jump to music. You don't have to jump uh, to music unless you're listening to yeah. Jump by Van Halen. No, it's not. Music is not my main part of my life. Music very is little, the doctor. Very little. Okay. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I do. That breaks my that breaks my heart. Music is. Oh, here's one of the things, um, John. I'm I'm buying a new house. I've moved out of the marital home. I'm buying a new house today. I packed up my 500 CDs. I'm going to pack up the vinyl tomorrow. And the thing I, I hope you, you have good luck in the, in the new house. Thank you, mate. I, I, yeah. I appreciate that, John. I genuinely do. It's a very kind thing to say. But the yes, thing I'm most looking forward to is getting into this new house, setting up my. Um, music center and playing music well, i wish you better I, I, I hope you'll you'll find time to read and reflect and find music to be only maybe 10 percent for a 50 year old no of your life no no i want music to be 80 percent of my life pornography well, to be 15 percent and then the other five percent will be like sleeping and eating and interacting with my children and stuff now, it's ethical that children should be like 70%. No, 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 no. They're a yeah, pain. Lightheartedly play games with them. No, they're a pain. They're, they're annoying. Listen to, just listen. Just listen to them. Don't okay. say anything. All right. Just listen to them. Uh, Alan, you've got to get this right, otherwise you've lost. Belinda Carlisle. Yes, definite, uh, definite yes. You turned it round at the end. But, Alan, uh, 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 Alistair, if you get this one, then you've, you've won. Okay. Um, it's a bit out there. Seth Lakeman. Never heard of him. That's an S. You were an idiot. What a stupid thing. Why don't you just go for the Beatles or something? What a stupid thing to do. <laughs> Alan, you can draw on this. I'm going for the Beatles. That's a yes. Favourite Beatles song. Favourite Beatle, John. There's a clue. Oh. No, uh, favourite Beatle. <laughs> I tell you what, I hate them all. You hate all the Beatles? <laughs> let's go all through. Let's go through them one at a time. John Lennon. <laughs> Well, he was stopped. I mean, yeah. poor thing, you know, but uh, that's all I know about him. That's okay. all I know about Paul him. Paul McCartney, d- d- so, d- try and describe, right, so uh, imagine I'm an alien, right, and I've yeah. just landed. I'm an alien when it comes to music, I'll be totally honest. No, I'm not I like this, though, but anything. I love it, yeah. I know you're not, and I appreciate your honesty, and you've been a really yeah. good sport. So I'm an yeah. alien, and I come to North London, and I, yeah. I, I wind up in your house, and I yeah. say to you, John, because I'm, you've told me your name already. John, yeah. please tell me about Paul McCartney. What is a Paul McCartney? And you've got to tell me, otherwise I'm going to disintegrate you. So tell me everything you can about Paul McCartney. Um, uh, Paul McCartney is like maybe a uh, no, partner with John. John, what's it called? The other, other guy uh, that you mentioned before, music. Probably a gay partner of, of uh, something like that. You know, um, uh, I wouldn't know. I would just flip names. Of music, I don't. I'm more, I know more about basketball and nuclear weapons than I know about this. John, course, yeah. tell me what before I disintegrate you. What is a Ringo star? I, I, th- I, th- I think I'll be gone in minutes because okay. you know and you live in music, and I don't care. 
Not a what is a Ringo kid. Star? I will kill you unless you tell me what a oh, Ringo Star want. is. No, you won't. You'll I will kill you. In my house, I'll kill music without being so much into it. What I is a George Harrison? What is a George Harrison? George Harrison? What is what a George a Harrison? A boxer? What is he? A boxer? Boxing, uh, boxing guy? No, 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 no. Only Harrison. Yes, old Lee Harrison. All right, we, we're, we're in... We're in yeah. See, I know something. I, I, do, I, do, I do mix a bit. Apples, okay. oranges. Okay. We're, 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 in, we're in... We're in... Um, um, not sudden death. Shut up. T sudden death. I was going to say tie-off, and I thought, no, that's not right. Yeah. So, so we're going to flip it this time. Uh, Alan, you're going to go first. I'm going to go for the Bee Gees. That's S, I'm afraid. Alistair, this is it. This, this could turn it around. This is really tense, though. It's not um, really, it's a bit boring, it's going on too long, if I'm honest, but, you know. Mud, you listened to a lot of aliens before. Sorry? Mud, aliens. Hang on, John's, John's talking now. Hello, John. Sorry. No, have you listened to a lot of aliens? Because you're kind of, like, trying to imitate them. I've never seen, I've never listened to an alien. I wouldn't know. Oh, I know exactly what aliens sound like. Yeah, yeah, they talk like this and they know? have guns. How do you know that they're aliens? Oh, I've met one. You haven't. You've never met an alien. He claimed uh, they're an alien. How did you know? What Somebody is a Ringo? What is a Ringo? What is a Ringo star? I'm not Um, Do you know what? Just to end this game, I'm going to say, yeah, mud, mud win, because that game was boring. Thanks, Alistair. Yeah, thanks, Alan. Thank you. John, thanks for calling. My pleasure. Late night conversation wealth losing sleep over the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. It's going to be some show. That was like LBC circa two thousand and five. Um, we are going to be talking about um, uh, we are going to be talking about child pornography a little bit later on. Not phrase. I don't like the phrase child pornography, but it's a shorthand that we know what it means. Um, because um, Kath found a brilliant, incredible thing online about this American radio station. Uh, it's incredible. I'm going to play you a clip from this this American radio station. Then we're going to try and phone them up. It is incredible what they were broadcasting as a public service announcement. But we'll get to that in a bit. Let's go to oh. Psychic Helen. Hello, Ian. Oh, Psychic Helen sounds like a one, doesn't she? <laughs> you sound like well, a one. Well, Ian, I've been dying to talk to you because I wanted to know, firstly, do you believe in ghosts? Well, here's the thing, right? When I was younger, up until about the age of 20, I did. Yeah. Then I stopped. <laughs> and then about about maybe eight months, a year ago, I decided to... Open my third eye. Oh yes, yes. Realign sure. my chakras, and now I, now I'm quite open-minded about ghosts. Now I, I I err on the side of it mainly being bullshine, but I'm 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 certainly more open-minded <laughs> than I was about a year ago. Well, they are real, you know. Well, they are real. In that case, I'm convinced. <laughs> next oh, next caller. <laughs> well, where's your evidence? Well, um, I'm part of a. I've been a clairvoyant all my life. I'm a professional clairvoyant. And I'm part of a team called the Afterlife Paranormal Investigation Team. And we go off all over the place to the darkest cellars you can imagine wow. and look for ghosts. Yeah. And we come up with some amazing evidence. Oh, let, well, let, let's hear the evidence. Well, mostly uh, they are photographic evidence, so I can't really show you. Okay. Um, but we do have a lot of um, EVPs. 
which is the... I know uh, what EVPs are. We, we love EVPs on this show. Oh, do you? <laughs> oh, we love the... the um, what is it? Electronic voice... I can't remember what voice. it stands for. Yes, electronic voice phenomenon. And it's when yeah. you hear ghosties saying hello to you when you say hello to them. Yeah. Here's the thing. And I read... I'm, yeah. When I was about 16, I read a really good book about it. In fact, and I was just saying to, to John earlier that I'm packing all my books. And I, found, I, I ordered last year a couple of books yeah. on EVP, which I'm looking forward yeah. to reading when I move. Um, yes. but, 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 but most of the evidence I've heard, yeah, it doesn't really stand up, does it? Well, it's with myself, because when I do readings, I do readings every day to people, so I pick up evidence, and I, I'll sort of give them a reading, tell them what's going on in their life, yeah. um, tell them about the future, and then they'll come back to me and let me know if I was right or not. All right, then. Usually, I was right. Well, well what, hang, um, on. hang on then, Helen. Yeah? Go on then. <laughs> do give it. Give a reading now. Give us a reading, well, go on. Ian, what I'm feeling with you is, 2018, there's a whole year of opportunities opening up for you. Right, well, I've just told you and, I'm moving, so... so. And, and seriously, yeah. in, in 20, is it by the end of 2018, yeah. you would have signed a big contract. And that is oh, the feeling on. I get with you, seriously. Come on, uh, come on now, magical. come on now. I just, no, I just did, I just, I just did the jungle, though. Loads of work opportunities are opening up. My, my, and you know, my dog could have told me that. And you know when you're in the jungle, yeah. I was sending you lots of healing vibes. I felt it. Feel it! I, I felt your it. vibes! I thought you did. did. But did. I was. But but genuinely, what I'd like to do is offer you a challenge tonight. Okay, okay. I'm up for a challenge, yeah. If ever you get any spare time, Ian, I would love to offer you to come on a paranormal investigation with us and see it for yourself. Can I bring my mate Kath? Um, yes, of course you can. All right, well, when? Of course you can. Tell me when. Well, um, are you free August bank holiday weekend? Hang on a minute. Let me get the old <laughs> diary out here. What, what, what date is that? I don't know. I, I, I never know when bank holidays are. That'll be the 24th, 25th, 26th of August. 20th. That weekend, we're doing a very, very... We're doing one of the most haunted locations in the UK. Borley Rectory. Oh, no. It's Stratford, Stratford-upon-Avon. And, um... We, we, you know, we'd love you to come there with us. All right. If you dare, if you dare. Don't give me none of that if you dare bullshit. Of course, I'm, I do. I'm, I ain't afraid of no ghost. <laughs> Stratford ghost hunt on the 25th, on the Saturday, or all weekend. It'll be, it's the Saturday, yes. All right. All right. With psychic Helen. Helen. Oh, oh, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Catherine, yeah. come on the microphone. Catherine's giving me excuses as to why she can't go. Oh, come on the microphone, Catherine. Well, Helen should know why I can't come. No, don't come on now. Come on, you're better than that. Well, it's someone very special's birthday. Oh, okay, okay. And, and she won't understand. Right, well, well if all I right. Don't, if I'm not there. Well, all right. Would Ian, Ian, would you be able to come by yourself? Yeah, or? I would, mate, because I'm not, yeah? I'm not, I'm not, I'm chicken. <laughs> Uh, I'm not. I could maybe do one day. I'm not. Um, what? Uh, I'm not one of these, which is what. Ka- there you go, Catherine. <laughs> Ian, it will entail a lot of darkness, a lot of being on your own for a while in the dark. Wait a minute, I'm enjoying this. Will you be proffering a pig's vagina? Because he only does jo- jobs where he gets one of those. Shut up. Oh well, no, no. But we'll have some strawberries. Unbelievable! For God's sakes, guys. Um, when I die, that when I die, it will be. Ian Lee, former I'm a Celebrity contestant who famously stole some strawberries. That's what it'll be. <laughs> Ian, uh, that's why the world fell in love with you. I am... Uh, Helen, I'm there. Yeah, great. Seriously, I would absolutely... It would be an honour if you did join us. All right, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be wearing... I've got to wear my science and scepticism hat. 
Oh yes, that's no problem. Yeah, I'm I'm the psychic of the team. There's a lot of skeptics in the team. There's six of us. Oh. There's a scientist. There's a skeptic. You know, there's we have we we've got a lot of good equipment. And if I see I've got some great something equipment. spiritual, <laughs> and um, hopefully you'll feel it. We'll see it. We'll pick it up on camera. It will be a yeah. night to remember. Okay. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Mm. Um, Kath has just reminded me of something really important. Mm-hmm. How do we know you're not a nut job that's going to sh- stick a bomb up my bum and, and, and get me to blow myself up? Because nut jobs don't have extremely good websites. Here we go. Right. <laughs> it, she's right. The ISIS website is terrible. It keeps crashing. <laughs> keep, I keep getting a 404 error every time I go on there. Right. What is what is your website? Heavenly Helen. .co.uk. Oh God, it sounds, it's all sound, it's all gone a little bit pervy. .co.uk. (laughs) And you'll see me waving at you on there. And then, honestly, Ian, we'd love you to come with us. It would be uh, an honour to have you with us. And, um, you know, it's good to be open. It's good to have your third eye open. But um, that night, I will do a lot of protection around you because we need to protect you, keep (laughs) you safe. That's making the fact that you've got got, a lovely set of crystals on you, haven't you? (laughs) Thank you. Yes, thank you. Yeah, I can see that. Okay. (laughs) That's me. So um, are you going to come and join us? A naturally gifted clairvoyant, uh, healer and spiritual guide, Helen is a Yusui and Karuna Reiki master and uses her gifts and knowledge to offer an alternative approach to healing for the mind and body. yeah, do you know what? I'm yeah, I'm 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 game. Send me as long as nothing, you know, family-wise or a paid gig comes yeah. up. I'm I'm up for it definitely. Can you? Uh, uh, could I email you on your website? Is there a? Yes. All right. I'll yes, se- you can. I'll send you an email. Thank you, Ian. That'd be great. Thank you very much. Thank, Wonderful. Thank you very much. You're a very strange lady. Goodbye. <laughs> bye. Bye. I'm so gonna be um toast. But still, if she does murder me, Catherine, you'll be able to talk to me through her. So that'll work out well. Catherine, come, come, come on the microphone, because you, 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 I love... Uh, look at you, you've gone proper... I love it when, when you go mank. What? You go, you got, you just... Your face hardens, the look of, like, she's talking absolute balls. Wow, you're psychic. <laughs> <laughs> One of the most embarrassing yet hilarious nights of my life was when we went to that haunted pub in... Was it, was it, it wasn't Leeds, was no, it? No, it wasn't. It was, was it, Ma- was it Macclesfield? It might have been, the, the... the haunted pub and you were having none of it and <laughs> i didn't the, even pretend uh, no you didn't and i sort of went along with it a bit because i didn't want to be rude to the host who was a weirdo but you um i didn't care you didn't care at all that no. was awkwardo we were the only ones there who weren't wearing black combat trousers apparently that's what ghosts <laughs> respond to <laughs> um, they were I, wearing uniform like these psychic investigators i mean let's be honest her, her cold reading on me there was was nonsense you know you're gonna have a big contract at the end of the year I like her and I don't want to be rude. Oh, I like her, but I also... But I like, her yeah. website's in Comic Sans. <laughs> I like her, and do you know what? I get the vibe from her. She didn't mind us taking the mick a bit. No, she didn't. And I think... She if knew I, we were going to do it. <laughs> she's obviously listened before. I'm like John. Um, uh, I, I, yeah, I, I think, we'll, I think we'll, I we'll be able to give an honest appraisal. Well, look, if I could come, I'd like to. I just... Uh, hey, hey, listen, Catherine, honestly, no pressure. I mean, if you can't... Well, Ted's birthdays aren't that important, are they? You don't need your mum there. I'm sure she'll understand and not be scarred for life. <laughs> hey, Angela, I bet you'd like to come, wouldn't you? 
Maybe you are now. Angela? Hi, yeah. There we go. Ian. She's finished. Ian. Angela? Go. Hi, Ian. How, how the hell any of this is being allowed to be broadcast on a radio station that's owned by Murdoch and is overseen by Rebecca Brooks? I've got no idea. And I suspect it won't be being broadcast like this for much longer. Once we move, it won't be like this. Anyway, yes, Angela? That could be for you to the spooky place. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to go to my happy place. <laughs> yes. uh, it'd be interesting, wouldn't it? It would be very, very interesting. Very interesting indeed. And I cannot, I cannot wait. Yeah, make, make sure you... Um, have protection on you, yeah. like the phone. Mm. Well, oh, I thought yeah. you meant like a, a, a white crystal and a healing aura. Probably, and all that, yeah. Hmm. Um, oh, I'd love to come with you. I'd love to go on one, but no Oh, one I'd love us on. to go... Up for, Angela, I'd rather go on a date with you first to like a wimpy or somewhere so we could get to know each other before you yeah. get the willies up you. <laughs> I'm used to that. Yes, Angela! Oh, yes! You totally owned me there. Well played. I didn't mean it to go out like that. Yeah, you did. You did it. You love it. This is going out on the radio. What a load of rubbish. I wouldn't listen to this rubbish. I'd listen to LBC or BBC London if I were you guys. Seriously. Or even Five. No, maybe not Five Live, but... I'd rather listen to BBC London, not... I'll be yeah, I'd rather listen to... OK, what would you rather listen to than this? I'd rather listen to Duncan Barks on BBC London. Yeah, but yeah. And that's saying I'd something. To, I'd, have to, I'd have to listen to that on the internet, though, because I can't get it, get it in Coventry. No, you can't. You've got BBC WM. <laughs> no, you've got BBC <laughs> Coventry in Leicester, haven't you? Isn't that one? That's on. Too, yeah, ma- that's too many too local... Bad. And I said this when I worked in BBC Local Radio. Too many local BBC radio stations. Halve them. Halve them. Halve them now. Save, save, save. I don't know. Pick a figure out of the mm. sky. Save 20 million quid a year. Halve them. There we go. Done. Next. Yeah, next. Yeah, there is too many, I feel. Because we can't get the others, can we? No. What have you called in for, Angela, apart from this casual flirting? Um, oh, I was just wondering what your opinion was on the verb. The verb? Mm. The, the doing words? No, the band. Oh, I think, well... It's the second time they've been mentioned this evening, and it's the second time I've said I think they're pony. Yes, especially when you went cousin can't give you an autograph, ain't it? Especially when what, 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 what now? When you went cousin can't give you an autograph. Is your cousin in the Verve? Hmm. Is it? Is your cousin Richard Ashcroft? No. He's one of the other the Verve. One of the other ones. Yeah. One of the other ones. Okay, mm. I don't know their names. Yeah. And he won't give you an autograph. I know it's disgusting, isn't it? Well, I don't. I, well. <laughs> When did you ask him for an autograph? Oh, when I was in my twenties, and uh, it might have skipped his mind. Um, but, uh, what did he say? I can't remember. Get away actually. from me, you weirdo! We're not cousins. I've never met you. Go away. I'm calling security. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, well, so yeah. when was this? About well, thirty-five years ago. Probably yeah, because I'm I'm fifty-four. So yeah. Um. Mm. <laughs> Wow. I'm really sorry about that, Angela. If anyone wants to, if anyone can name another member of the Verve and then wants to write that name down on a piece of paper and then send it to us here at Talk Radio, we'll send it on to Angela. (laughs) 
be good, wouldn't it? Yeah, we'll do it, wouldn't it? Thank you, Angela. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Simon and Sean, stay there. I've got no idea what's going on. This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. What a show! Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Just indulge me just a second. I just feel like hearing a little bit of John Lennon music. Hang on. Just indulge me. Ladies and gentlemen, he said he'd never called the show again about 15 times. He's called the show again. Good evening, Mo. Well, 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 Mo. <laughs> Good evening, man. Um, I just thought I just felt bad for you, to be honest, because ever since I've actually like stopped calling or like lowered down the number of calls I'm calling you in, I can't, Mo, Mo, can you just take the phone a little bit away from your mouth? Because all I'm hearing is you dribbling out of your gob hole. So just try, just take it away and try and speak a bit clearer. Enunciate. <laughs> as usually, as usual, you're so disrespectful. Um, I'll I t- I tell you why, Mo. I'll tell you why I disrespect you. Because you're a really rude, horrible person. I want to speak to your dad. I don't want to speak to you, Mo. I want to speak to your dad. Well, my dad's not here at the moment. But oh, well, usual, then call I mean. back Then call back when your dad's there. No, no, Thanks no, for just... calling, Mo. <laughs> Do you know what I nearly did then? I nearly did something very, very naughty. we got a seven-second delay here, which means if someone swears, press a button, the swear doesn't... That seven seconds doesn't get broadcast, we cut them off. And I nearly said, the, the reason I'm being like this is because you're a C. <laughs> No! Childish, isn't it? Um, let's go to Sean. Good evening, Sean. Good evening, Mr. Lee. How are you? I'm all right, thank you, Sean. I'm having the time of my life. I have the best job in the world doing this. I'm having, a, I'm, I'm, I'm having the time of my life. What do you have for us tonight, Sean? Good stuff. Um, well, I called once before, uh, just before Christmas, um, self-confessed radio geek, okay. and I think I asked you about Johnny Marr, and I don't think you're like a Marr sort of person. Um, and I think Catherine said that the Johnny Marr audiobook sounds a little bit like her relatives. Yes, it's quite a dry... It's, I enjoyed listening to the Johnny Marr audiobook. I thought it went on for about three hours too long, and it was a little dry. But, um, yeah, you, you know, I'm not... I don't really like the Smiths. Um, I don't get the fuss. I've seen Morrissey live, you know. I've, of course I have, at the Kilburn National. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, they're, they're not... They're, they're, I'm, uh, yes, whatever I was saying has fizzled out in my mind. <laughs> Cool. Um, so a couple of things. I'll be as concise as I can because I know you've got list, like callers on uh, waiting. So um, yeah. So without sort of turning this into Richard and Judy's book club, um, just a thank you. Really, you mentioned a couple of books oh. last year. Go on. And um, I read both of them finally in the last few weeks. The Bible and the Quran. Um, uh, do you know my, what? You're so close. My two favourite so books in, in both in their original languages. Uh, the first one was um, Colin Schindler's um, unpublished BBC Letters book. Oh, 
we had him on. That's a great book, that isn't it? Do you know what? I've not, I've not finished that. I've still got that, and it's a great book. Yeah. It's, it's just so funny. I think it's one of the first pages where some woman from Billericay in the seventies complains about the BBC weather map because they took the clouds down too early or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I remember that letter. Yeah, it's a, it's a great book. It's a book of, of letters to the BBC complaining throughout the, the decades, and it, it really is. It's a cracking read. Oh, well, well done, Sean. Excellent. What was the other one? Uh, the other one um, is David Lloyd's Radio Moments. Oh, look, you pro- are a proper geek, aren't you? Yes. Just, oh, it's such a good book, mate. Um, it's just, it's full of stuff that I don't even know about, and it's kind of really interesting how kind of sort of the commercial side of radio evolved. Because I knew sort of bits and bobs about the yes. BBC, like little things like the Matthew Bannister overhaul for Radio 1 and stuff, but I didn't know too much about, like, commercial You've seen the um, um, you've seen the um, documentary about Matthew Bannister and Trevor Dan overhauling the BBC Radio One, haven't you? I have, yeah, because Radio One did their anniversary last year, and I think they put some stuff on iPlayer. I think that was one of the documentaries on iPlayer. I think Um, David Lloyd was supposed to come on and and talk about that book, and we never did. Here's here's a little bit of inside gossip. There's there's a section in there about LBC, and he talks about um, having to pay off a listener because um, an unnamed radio presenter libelled them. That was me. I libelled them. Had to pay, had to, yeah, we had to pay, pay about five grand for that. Unbelievable. I think I, 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 wow. don't, know, I don't know if I did. I contribute. I know I contributed contributed to the libel I did at Absolute. But yeah, that was me. Anyway, fun times. Well, good bit, good bit of trivia there, and, and indeed fun times. Fun times. Um, and then the other thing, um, it's weird you were talking about like um, like Paul McCartney's come up already this evening. Yeah. Um, Love him. So I've listened to you a lot, and I know you're into the Beatles. I think the Beatles are great, and yeah. I like some of McCartney's solo stuff. Yeah. Um, where do you stand on what I perceive as the in-betweeny period? Uh, what, where do you stand on Wings? Um, do you know what? I'm really getting into Wings because I've, I've, I'm listening to a really boring podcast, which is um, uh, it's called Paul McCartney in the 70s, right? And it's really boring. A lot of, a lot of music podcasts and books are men, white men my age and i've done it in the past white men my age dissecting and giving their opinions as though their opinions are a are, are, are gospel right and i'm really I'm, I, I'm and i'm conscious that i'm listening to a lot of sh- all music shows tend to be that white men in their late mm. 40s early 50s giving you boring facts and so i'm listening to that and i'm just watching on amazon a documentary. It's called something like Lennon versus McCartney, the songs uh, 1970 to 1980. And I'm really coming round to Wings. I haven't got much. I've just ordered the deluxe version of Band on the Run. Then I'm gonna. I was listening to Venus and Mars today, and um, I was watching some um, Wings over America yesterday. Me and Catherine watched some bits. Um, Patchy wings is patchy, but I, I, I'm coming yeah. around to thinking that, uh, that a lot more of it is good than I first gave it credit for. It is, yeah. I mean, because my mom like really enjoyed uh, Band on the Run album, yep. so she kind of passed that down to me, and I've kind of I like that album. I, I, I sort of skip a few tracks, but there's some really good stuff on there. Nineteen kind of hundred and eighty-five. What a song! I've seen him do that live. What a great song that oh, is. That's great. Um, it, it, it's, yeah, go on, sorry. I was going to just say, but, you know, also Venus and Mars going into Rock Show. It's brilliant. Rock Show's brilliant, yeah. Yeah, it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um, I listened to, like, the deluxe version of that album a no. couple of days ago, and I think there's another version of the Rock Show, and there's a track at the very end of that deluxe album. I think it's called Letting Go. Yeah. And that's a good track as well. Um, uh, no, McCartney's great. I, 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 I've, I've, been, I've, I've always been a big McCartney fan, and... Um, 
Yes, I'm, I'm looking, I'm trying to buy, like, Wings vinyl. Again, I was talking to a caller earlier about when I move, I just want to lie on the floor for a week and listen to records. And I want to get some Wings vinyl. But it's quite surprisingly quite expensive, actually. I thought, you, you know, because they sold millions. Um, I thought you mm. had to get them for pennies, but they're quite expensive. Anyway, no, I, I, I'm, I'm digging Wings. I'm digging Wings. Which, in fact, we're trying to get Danny Lane on the show. Oh, right, cool. Danny Lane. We're going to try and get him on the show. We've, that's been sent out, so we're, we're hoping we'll get him on the show. Nice one. Um, so just before I go, um, I'm also uh, going to see you in Manchester. Oh, mate, we look forward to seeing you there on, is it July the 28th, I think, at the Three Minute Theatre? I think theater. so, yeah, end of July, yeah. Lovely little venue. We were there last year. It's a great venue. There's still tickets available. I'll give out the website after the news. Thank you, Sean. We shall see you there, mate. Cheers, Ian. Ta-ta, thank you very much. Let's go to Simon. Good evening, Simon. Hello. 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 I'm all right, Simon. What you got? Sorry about my line. It's just that I'm driving. Um, you hear the Alan Partridge um, line about the about Wings? Wings, the band the Beatles could have been, of course. Great line. Yeah, yeah. Great line. <laughs> I mean, the problem um, I have with Wings is the look. Paul McCartney's hair is awful, but then all the Beatles had terrible hair in the 70s. So, what are you going to do? Well... Like most things in the 70s, I suppose. Yes, kind of thing. yes. Oh. Um, now, look, I've got to just pass on a little bit of wisdom for you. Okay, beautiful. Love wisdom, me. If you start playing around with your sound effects button... Yes. You get people without personalities calling up yes. to talk to you about Trump. Well, um, I see what you've done there. You're making a reference to um, an earlier caller and a, pre- and a presenter who I used to have a lot of time for. Until he started going on about nothing but Trump. (laughs) Until he got a little bit mean and a little bit Trump and Brexit heavy. And it breaks my heart to say it, because I would go around the country evangelising about this guy, saying he was like like a jazz musician, but now he's like... He's like a blues musician. Boring. I loved, I loved him. I loved him, loved him, loved him. But and if, you, if you follow the stuff on Facebook that I do, um, it's just... Everybody's saying the same thing. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's it's disappointing, Simon. Thank you very much indeed. Dredge, stay there. Andy, stay there. We're coming to you in a bit. This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Stefani. earlier i was playing that at home and my youngest started singing along with that i went oh boy you know that song you went yeah and then we had a little boogie to it there you go you can't go wrong oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number it is the late night alternative uh weeknights from 10 o'clock until one uh, me and Catherine boyle cat will come in, in a little bit she's busy fielding your calls um and you can call in about absolutely anything you want uh, we generally go for the frivolous, the light-hearted, the fluff, but sometimes we get a little bit heavy. And there is something I do want to play something a little bit later on: a public service announcement uh, 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 from America, from a radio station in America, that is um, is very, very dark. We're going to play it, and we're going to look at the story a bit, then we're going to listen to the radio station, then we're going to try and give them a call as well and see. What they think. But we'll do that in a bit. 0344 499 1000. We've got a dredge first. Good evening, dredge. Hello. Oh. It's time now for the oh. Kenny Everett fact of the week. Can I, uh, can I say something? Hello. Uh, no, no, uh, yeah. Can I, I'm going to, I'm going to say it. Oh no, what are you going to say? I don't really like Kenny Everett. Yeah, I thought you didn't. I thought you didn't. I, I'd got, I'd gleaned that. I'd I've been going along it. with the whole Kenny Everett thing for years now because it just seems. But now I think enough time has passed. I can say I don't really buy it. How do you mean that? How do you mean you don't buy it? I find I find it dull. Um, what? I find his, you know, his layered harmonies, you know, very difficult to do in those days. It was all done on tape, of course, but I find it creepy. Um, and, oh, what have we got here? Oh, I don't believe it. Oh, look, ah, it's David Bowie. I just Sounds think, like Russell Brand. That, that, was quite a, that was quite a good Everett, wasn't it? Oh, look, ah, what have we got here? Who's walked into my studio? It's the Bee Gees. Ah, ah, I just find it, oh, for God's sakes, man, just grow up. Sorry. Thanks. Thanks very much. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's a shame. No, because he's like he's. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I thought you didn't. You weren't a big fan of his. But uh, what you might be Catherine's interested typed in. typed on my screen. You're saying Everett should grow up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. What you might find interesting is that Stanley Kubrick once offered to direct a film starring Kenny Everett. Yes. Oh really? Uh, yeah. Oh. And uh, it never happened, but. He was interested in those sort of mad comedians like Peter Sellers, wasn't he? People of that sort. Yeah, yeah. But you wouldn't, you wouldn't put Everett in the same bracket as someone like Sellers or Milligan or... No, God, no, 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 no. No? No, 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 I don't buy it. What, what's the difference? What's the difference? Well, uh, 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 Milligan, right, Milligan is a genius, a creative yeah. genius, right? The, yeah. the, amount of, the amount of stuff that poured out of him, 
the quality of stuff that poured out of him. The fact that in my here's right. Here's my definition of a genius, Dredge. Right. My definition of a genius is someone who sees the world in a unique way. I never didn't. No, no, well, no. Let me finish. Let me finish. Someone, my, right, my definition of a genius is someone who sees the world in a completely unique way and is able to pro- portray what they can see through their art, be it um, painting, be yeah. it films, be it poetry, be it uh, novels, be it movies, be it um, speeches, be it dance, whatever, that they can, they see something that no one else sees and they can express it in an artistic um, in an artistic endeavour, right? That's exactly what Everett did. No, no, he didn't. Ever, Everett listened. Everett to listen to the Bee Gees and then multi-tracked himself. <laughs> that was it. That was it. Whereas, okay, whereas, whereas Milligan, Milligan saw the world, you know, in a very, you know, wonky way and was able to express that wonkiness. I don't think using that, you know, slightly skewy definition of genius. I don't think Sellers was a genius. Um, but I think, I personally think Everett did see the world in a wonky way, and that came out in everything he did. Why won't you accept that you're wrong, man? <laughs> Why won't you accept that I, Hey, listen, I'm not going to have a go at you for, I'm not going to, uh, you know, ban people for liking Everett. You know, I, I, I'm glad he existed, and, and, you know, and I can see the, the, the lineage, for, you know, from Everett to, to Baker to, you know, to all different guys. I see the lineage, and I get it, and I'm glad he existed, and, and, and all of that. But I just, I, I'm just, I'm just being honest with you, John. I just don't buy it. I just don't like it. I don't like Fair it. Enough. Stop it. I don't Fair like enough. it. Well, yeah, that's that's fair enough. That's fair enough. But we we can still be friends. Well, you say that, but uh, oh. what I was going to say is what. Um, In my okay, what, here we go. I'm going. I'm op- I'm off. I'm opening this up now. Here we go. Right, I'm moving to a new house, Dredge. Right. I know. Okay. Uh, it's in the middle of nowhere. Right. One Ooh. night, I'm going to live stream a séance in my house. Me, Katarina Boyle. My mate Scott Balcony, and I'm looking for a listener to come, Dredge, and I would like that listener to be you. Will you come to a seance, Ouija boards and pentagrams at my house one night, late one night in the dark? <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah. Oh, he's going to, he's going to. Sounds like a good laugh. Don't, don't tell him, but he's going to be the sacrifice, Catherine. What was that? He's going to be the virgin we sacrifice. Huh? Sorry, hello. We're back on. Hello, we're back sorry. on it. What was that? Seriously, we're, that's going to happen at some point this summer. Right, so I don't know much about séances and table tapping and things of that sort. So uh, it sounds a bit weird, doesn't it? I mean, what was that funny woman earlier? She was like, I mean, I, very few people realise I am also a clairvoyant. Hang on, where have you gone? We, John's passed to the other side. We can't hear you. <laughs> can't you? No, you I don't hear me. Can hear you now? We couldn't hear you then. As you started doing the impression of her. Um, you went, I went to the other side. Yeah. You mean the BBC? There we go. Well done. But, um, no, um, I, yeah, I have clairvoyant tendencies myself. I can, I'm getting something coming through on you, Ian. I, I can tell <laughs> that you're going to be broadcasting till one o'clock this evening. Oh, you absolute. But, but I tell you someone who did have clairvoyant tendencies and then had to be, then went to the hospital because of the voices in his head. And the hospital said to him, the hospital, right, Dredge, referred him to an exorcist. Have a guess who? Vivian Stanshaw? No, Rainbow George. That's true, isn't it, George? 
Absolutely true. Yeah. And you'll hear that story and more on the podcast series that will be coming out probably in the summer at some point. Seven episodes. Uh, of Seven episodes. It's going to be seven. Very specifically, it's going to be seven episodes of primarily Kath talking to George, um, intercut with um, bits from his, his tape collection, which I estimated is about two and a half thousand C90s and C60s. Um, and it's gonna, we, went, we went and recorded it on Wednesday, yesterday, and we, we got about, I think we got about two hours, over two hours of some cracking stuff, John. It's, go, it's going to sound... It's going to sound brilliant. And we're also thinking, George can, you know, has to give the thumbs up to this. So that, so we're going to do this podcast series, Dredge, seven episodes with, yeah, that's just series one, but seven episodes of interviews and, and, and intercut with tapes of George's. I'm also thinking, Dredge, that I digitize, start digitizing those tapes and start uploading those as well as a separate endeavor. Would you be in, up for listening to those? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, is it like... I mean, George, what sort of things have you got on, on those tapes? Well, mainly mainly radio conversations. In, in, in the early days, conversations in my living room, sort of uh, 1984, 85, 86, 87, and from then it's mainly mainly radio shows and uh, me, me trying to... Share, share some ideas and provoke a bit of thought and and uh, I wasn't that happy with my what what I said to Catherine yesterday and I, I think I could have done <laughs> well, wait a minute you were brilliant you told some brilliant stories we'll tighten it up in the edit you told brilliant stories I was fascinated honestly we were sat there for a good couple of hours and you're never happy, George. We were there for a good couple. Of, we got some gold, mate. Trust me, George. We got gold. I don't think so. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I have a wish. My f- favourite John Lennon song. I'd, oh, yeah. I'd l- like to hear that. Yes. W- watching the wheels go by. Oh, I was listening to that today. That's a great song. People say I, I'm crazy doing what I'm doing. Yeah, I, I used to play that. Uh, my, my first recordings, I had a, a, a Revox uh, machine and, and I was recording on that and so so I'd be watching the wheels go round and making the recordings but all my Revox tapes disappeared when oh. I when I sold the Peter Cook tapes because uh, a, a lot of those conversations were on, on Revox and, right. and and uh, but anyway, it would be great to hear watching the wheels go by. We might we might play it a little bit later on. I've um, got a request. Go on. But yeah. ba- ban George from calling in. How rude! <laughs> How rude, Reg! Outrageous behaviour. Outrageous, George. I'm sorry. I didn't hear that. No, he's, I'm teasing. Um, go, go on. What's your request, Dredge? But yeah, well, yesterday you were talking about um, Africa by Toto being the best record ever made. Best song ever ever done. Yeah, totally. I think I think Rosanna is better. Um, it's good, but it's not right. And the thing is, I just saw today online that Weezer have covered it, and I don't know much about Weezer, but this version of it is is absolutely spot on. Okay, well, I hope you enjoy listening to it at home on your own, or um, on your or on your. You've got a radio show, Dredge. Go and play it on that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, thanks for that. Um, I think you two should hang out with each other, Dredge and George. I think you'd get on. You, well, you met each other. At, um, we did. You met each other. I think you two should hang out. You'd get on. You reckon? I, do, I, do, I genuinely, I really, really do. I think you would. Okay. Oh well. I'm ready to hang. Nice. 
I think you're both. I think you're you're. Um, I just think you'd find each other interesting. I, I do. I, I was thinking this the other day. Where are you, where are you based, Rich? Um, where am I based? Uh, in London town. Right. I mean, I mean, Highgate. Is that oh, right? Highgate. From yeah. You? Not too far, actually. Not too far. You should and go round. You should, Reg. You should go round to George's. He makes a cracking cup of tea. He's got, <laughs> no, I don't. He's got some clementines. <laughs> no, ma- Madeleines. Madeleines. Well, they were specially for you. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, Dredge. You won't be getting any of those. Yes, you will. Um, and you go round. You listen, and you, you, um, you, you know, you can honestly just seeing that tape collection is, uh, is an impressive. You're obsessed. Thing. You're, you're obsessed with cassettes, aren't you, Ian? I love cassettes. Oh, I love cassettes. I'm a big fan of cassettes. My boys have got a cassette player um, as part of their CD player in their bedrooms, and they've got a record player as well. Um, I'm a big fan of cassettes. I think I think it's the cassette. The C90 TDK is the best form of saving and transporting music. I really believe it. I love it. When I bought my last car, I asked if they could put in a cassette player, and they laughed at me. A, f- a friend of mine's just put out an album only on cassette. Yep. And because he likes that old-fashioned thing, but I don't know, you know, you got cassettes. They just end up getting all mangled up. No, they don't. No, they, very, very rarely they do. But also, from, from the age of about eight, I was the master at fixing mangled tapes. I, so, even at the age of eight, I was unscrewing the cassettes and taking them apart. And if the tape snapped, I'd fix it with a little bit of sellotape. Oh, I was brilliant at that. Oh, I've got, I've got one of those tapes you can fix for me. I'll fix it for you, George. I'll fix oh, it. Brilliant. I love it, doing that. Yeah, it was a good one from Glastonbury one year. <laughs> and, it was. Uh, it, but, but, I mean, don't, don't you remember, like, you know, I'd be listening to a cassette or something and, th- and get to a good bit of some broadcast, and then suddenly I'd hear something from the other side of the cassette backwards. Oh, I'll tell you what I've got, right? My sister made me a tape. Of one side, it was the first Bell and Sebastian album. The other side, it was Vic Chess. Vic Chestnut was that his name? Don't know. Um, yeah, the, the um, fella in a wheelchair. The guy, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. yeah the, the, the Nirvana was right, and it was and 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 both uh, the, the Vic Chestnut. I I thought this is a really it's really sweet songs, right? But I thought it was like an avant-garde thing because you could hear. Like voices in the background and the radio would kind of come in and then fade away. And and I thought that that's what the album was until about 15 years later, I bought the album on CD. And of course, none of that stuff was there. None of that stuff was there. It had just somehow warped its way onto the recording. Beautiful. Love it. Have have you ever heard any of my stuff with Russell Brand? Have Have you... Have you tuned into any of that? What, what have you done with Russell Brown? I know you've done stuff with Russell. What have you done? Well, I, I was on his Radio 2 show a few times and tried to involve him in things, but we haven't spoken for years now. I spoke to his dad earlier on today. How's his dad doing? Is his right? dad is OK. His, his mother's still mom's, in hospital. Mum's very ill, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. That's a shame. She, his dad said she's, she's getting better i'm i i I, occasionally i I sort of see russell at events and things but i i spoke to him i I did a show with him before he got really famous when he was sort of bubbling under god that must have been 15 years ago and he was a very nice very polite very charming gentleman i think he's he's i think he's very clever and i think he's very bright and um i think he's a good lad i met him soon soon after peter cook passed away and uh 
he came to the Muse to to see where Peter wow. used to I'll live. Tell what, I'll tell you what, there's a, there's a program with Peter Cooks, Kenny Everett and Spike Milligan all in the same show. Did you know of that, George? I think so. I, yeah. I, 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 I seem to remember it vaguely. A whole lot in one show, yeah. And I, I'm just wondering something else, uh, Ian. Yes. Could, uh, any chance of doing a, a, a trailer podcast with that arc on it, sort of the Rainbow you're, George you're course? Obs- you're obsessed with making me work like a dog. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. W- at some point. But I, like I said, I've, I've got, I, I, I've not got my my hands and all my technical capabilities until I move. But yes, we can do that. I mean, the, the first call we did when I oh, didn't, didn't realise we were speaking on the we'll, radio. We'll find it. We'll find it and we'll do it. We'll do it. And, George, and by the way, thank you for those Skittles, those children's Skittles. Oh, okay. to belong to Peter Cook. I, I, the absolute treasure. They will take pl- pride of place in my new you house. You were always meant to have them. Thank you, mate. George, listen, honestly, you did a cracking job the other day. We got some great stuff. Dredge, I'm going to cut you off. No. There we go. 0344-499-1000. Andy and Pete, stay there. Come to you after this. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Unmissable Late Night Radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344-499-1000. Andy, good evening, Andy. Sorry you've been waiting for ages, sir. What do you have for us tonight? Uh, uh, Andre, if you oh, don't mind. you, Garth. French name. Now, yes. Ian, yes. I've got two things that I bet you can't do in my mind, right? I'm going to do that. Right, here's the first one, OK? Huh? You ready? Unfortunately, yes. Right, I'm just in the dollar cuisine at the moment. Yes. You get a cup of water, yeah, and you go like this. You've got to listen carefully, though, yeah? Yeah. Right, that's the first one. Are you gargling? One, I can gargle. Yeah, the second one. Well, right, I, I, I spit awkward, but I can gargle. Right, let me just pop the phone up. <laughs> right, you ready for the second one? <laughs> you're, gar- you're gargling uh, meths. Yes. Can you hear this? Go on. <laughs> Did you hear that? Blow a train. No. Was it owl? Wh- or wood pigeon? Well, or. Right, hang on, let's do it again. Hold on. Wait, wait a minute. That's a train. Wood pigeon. That's a train. All right, hold on. Let me do it again. Yeah. Owl. Okay, well, um, yeah, all right. I think I can Uh-oh. do it. Hang on, let me have a go. I, Got it. It's I all right. You need both hands, cup them, and blow in it gently. And Here, we go. It. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. That's a flipping train. Xylophone. <laughs> That's a flipping train. That's a steam train. Ain't an owl. Ian, turn that flipping train off. Right, hello? Turn the train off, Ian. Yeah, same train. That's a ghost. (laughs) 
señor. Pete. Good evening, Pete. Hello, mate. How you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. What have you got for us tonight? That was, was a crazy call just before, mate. I was uh, just I, trying to think how I can come into that. You, you haven't got to come into that. You, just, you leave it well alone would be my advice. This <laughs> <laughs> hmm. uh, is... I want, so, I live in... Do you know Cobham in Surrey? Um, I've heard of it. I don't know it. Okay, so you haven't been to Cobham before, so... I don't think so. My my subject on the phone call is Gypsies, Travellers. Okay, type well, thing. all right. Yeah. Okay, well, this... Okay. Yes. So, to give you a quick little paint the picture, Cobham is a... We are Chelsea Football Club's training ground is based. And I remember Brownbridge changed Cobham in a sense and changed the area. Right. And it's just, it's 90% multi-millionaires or billionaires who yes. live here. Yes, yes. So it's a little village, yeah. and the last year, yeah. there's been caravans just turning up on the main car park. There's only like one car park yes. in Cobham, and yes. with all the wags and all that, and the celebrities go shopping. Yeah. And uh, so they've been turning up up in, all the time, and I've got a Twitter Twitter feed that I created about three years ago for Cobham and Oxshot, because Oxshot is a neighboring village where Jansen Buzz and Andy Murray and all those boys live. And uh, I just wanted your view because I'm, I'm always these guys have been coming to Cobham for the last year. Yes, and they, like took over took over the uh, the field, took over the car park, and yeah. just come sporadically. And so I contact the police and tweet them in because I got a Twitter feed Cobham underscore Arkshot that's just based around Cobham. Yes. And now they've pulled into Painsville Park. I don't know if you know Painsville Park. I don't. Like I said, I don't know the area. No. Yeah. So I just wanted your because I've been obviously pestering the police are like. I will tell. Uh, I'll tell you. You're. You're. Let's. Let's not. I'll tell you my view. I think it's disgusting. I think it's outrageous. I think they are absolute scumbags. And I think that there is. If the police cannot move on multi-millionaire footballers and wags, then what the hell is this country coming to? I don't want those leeches. I don't want those overpaid thickos and their stupid wives and girlfriends <laughs> hanging around. I don't want those thugs and those ruffians that are getting uh, that, that are getting the the cost of my house per week, so they can go and spunk it all on stupid gold cars and horrible jewellery swanning around like they own the place. If the police can't move them on, then you should move the footballers and wags on yourself, Pete! <laughs> Mate, yeah, you got to well done, Thanks very much, anyway. Appreciate the call. 0344 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. So, so Catherine found this, um, this story online. Right. That's an incredible, incredible story. It's this radio station in America, and the radio station is called Cave 97.7 FM, right? and it's based in Arizona. Okay. And it's like a tiny, you know, in America, they've got all these tiny little radio stations, local radio stations, speech radio stations, music radios. They've got them everywhere, right? 
thousands of them. And it's, it's exciting and it's brilliant um, uh, 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 and lovely, right? And they're, they're not really governed by... They don't have Ofcom over there, not governed by their own things. And um, this radio station, for the last two years, has been playing um, a PSA, they call it, a public service announcement for two years right and in the last couple of months people have started going that um that psa they're playing that's uh what did, what did you hear what they just said in it i'm gonna play it to you it's not the best quality so you've got to listen okay but this is what is being broadcast at regular intervals on cave fm have a listen to this right in many cases, the penalty for possession of pictures is worse than the penalty for murder. You should understand that your internet provider could report you to the police if they catch you looking at a website featuring naked juveniles. The police then enter your house and seize your computer. If you have such material, you can save yourself and your family a ton of grief and save the taxpayers of Arizona a lot of money by never storing such pictures on the hard drive of your computer. Always use an external drive and hide it where nobody will ever find it. Likewise, never keep paper pictures, tapes, or films of naked juveniles where anyone else can find them. A public service message from the Cave 97.7 FM. Did you hear it? I want to laugh, right? I want to laugh, but it's so... It's real. It's real. Play it again, because you might not have heard it. It's very sincere, and he he talks about um, tapes and and videos and and wet pictures of naked juveniles. Let's have a listen again. In many cases, the penalty for possession of pictures is worse than the penalty for murder. You should understand that your internet provider could report you to the police if they catch you looking at a website featuring naked juveniles. The police then enter your house and seize your computer. If you have such material, you can save yourself and your family a ton of grief and save the taxpayers of Arizona a lot of money by never storing such pictures on the hard drive of your computer. Always use an external drive and hide it where nobody will ever find it. Likewise, never keep paper pictures, tapes, or films of naked juveniles where anyone else can find them. A public service message from the Cave 97.7 FM. Oh, that's a bit ripe, isn't it? It's not saying don't look at child por- pictures of child um, rape and abuse. Naked juveniles, child pornography. I don't, I, the phrase child pornography is, is, is wrong, and I must stop using it. So they use the phrase, the, the, the guy there, Paul Lotsoff, who runs the radio station. He's the, 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 the station editor, station manager, program controller, different terms they use over there. Um, naked juveniles. So pictures of um, abuse, abuse photographs of, of, of children, juveniles, children, kids. Um... If, you, if you're going to store them on a computer, have them stored on an external hide, hard drive that you can hide. If you've got pictures, actual physical paper pictures and DVDs and videos, make sure you put them where they can't be found. It's incredible, isn't it? It's incredible. That ran for two years before anybody said anything. And literally in the last sort of week, two weeks, it's become quite a big 
biggish news story. Um, let's have a little listen to the radio station now. This is what the radio station, The Cave, is broadcasting now. the kind of station they are and interspersed it's like a country station soft country and interspersed you know amongst all the radio shows was that public service announcement it's incredible it's hang on see if there's a presenter here I'm in a world of women. <laughs> well at least they've grown up there um it's real. It's incredible. The, the guy that runs the station is Paul Lotsoff, right? We are trying to get him on the show. I don't suppose there's any response to your email, is there yet? No, no. It's going to be tough, and we are... We, 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 we're trying... We, we, we've sent an email um, that cleverly kind of says that we support free speech. And that's what this show is based on, free speech. Hoping. You can't go. You can't send out an email saying, we think you're disgusting and here's what we want to, you know, because you won't get a response. So, so there's a way, um, public service announcements. I wonder if it's on their website. Um, no. They do have a page on their website, cavefm.com. Most radio stations don't air local public service announcements, but Cave FM is a strong believer in community. So we air a public service announcement once each hour. There are a few rules that you should know about. One, the announcement must benefit a non-profit organisation and we need to know the name. Two, we will not give free plugs to businesses that are set up for profit unless they are cave sponsors. Three, we we are not set to take public service announcements over the telephone. Four, if you're having a special event and it is more than two weeks in the future, don't give us the information yet. We'll probably lose it. Five, you don't need to write the copy. And six, it's got to be about nonces. Six was a, was a joke I threw in there. Send us an email. Um, get a free car sticker. Um, your opinions. Here we go. Here's a message from cave manager Paul Lotsoff, the guy that did that. Below, you see many suggestions on how Cave FM might improve its service to its many listeners. I would say um, giving advice to uh, paedophiles. Is, is is probably something you should stop. Some of these ideas are well thought out and have merit. Most of them have one thing in common. They require either a lot of someone's time or a good chunk of cash in order to implement. Not too many people are willing to work for free. So when you talk about time and effort, you're also talking about money. There is only one way for a radio station to spend money, and that is to first sell advertising. Probably, the problem is that the owners of nearly all the businesses in our coverage area are unwilling to buy our advertising, even when our rates are dirt cheap. I wonder why Paul lots off. A good salesperson would be the answer to our dreams, but they're nearly impossible to find. It's hard to improve service with hardly any revenues. Mm-hmm. Um, just seeing if there's um, any comment about uh, I can't see any comment about the thing okay there's a thing here cavemen okay I don't know what that means um, let's click on editorials 
Uh, what's this? Editorial. Hang on. Well, here we go. This is interesting. This is an editorial. You've got, you've got to think. Come in. This is an editorial from November of last year. Come and listen to this, Kath, because you'll find this interesting. This is by Paul Lotsoff. Has he just replied to you just now? No, I've got an absolute beauty. This is kind of his his last word on the subject. Hang on a second. Let me just do this and we'll get to this. This is from November of last year. I'm cave manager Paul Lotsoff. It was about 20 years ago when I and a friend of mine heard some clattering on my back patio. We looked outside and there were two cats. One appeared to be the mother, and the other was a kitten whom we guessed was a daughter. We named them Naomi and Wyona and gave them both food. Uh, one day they appeared at the door and she looked like she'd been in a war zone. She was badly cut and could hardly walk. I rushed her to a vet who had some interesting information. First, that Wynona was a male. Secondly, male cats have a tendency to roam around looking for girl cats. And they often get into terrible fights when they stick their paws where they're unwelcome. The news stories that we've been hearing over the past few years uh, seem to show that sticking paws and other body parts where they aren't wanted is by no means limited to male cats. We male humans have similar problems. And there's hardly a day that goes by when the news doesn't contain some story about a well-known man who has become the target of complaints from various women. Um, uh, 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 okay, he goes on to, to basically kind of... Uh, I don't really understand. He kind of... Oh, here we go. Here we go. So he talks about Bill Cosby and, and Taylor Swift and Harvey Weinstein. Um, and then he goes on to point out that Martin Luther King um, was surrounded by women everywhere he went and had sexual relations with multitudes of them. But the American people were willing to overlook King's immorality and hypocrisy. And today his birthday is a national holiday. So clearly we have different standards for different men. Maybe if a man does some good things, we will look the other way when he occasionally yields to his animal instincts. I think it's a shame to deprive the American people of the talents of Charlie Rose just because he occasionally stuck his paws where they weren't welcome. Rose is a brilliant interviewer with near encyclopedic knowledge of nearly every subject. I on, um, right, he's the guy that touched up Taylor Swift. Right. I enjoyed his programs on PBS. I hope they will reinstate him. I also don't think that the radio person... Oh, no, he wasn't. Sorry. I also don't think that the radio personality in Denver deserved to lose his, lose his job because he patted just because he patted Taylor Swift in the wrong place. It was a sexual assault. And one final thought. If all males kept their paws to themselves, the only living things in this world would be plants, and even they are believed to need insects in order to reproduce. What a douchebag, as the Americans say. We'll do the adverts, then we'll get the latest from Paul Lotsoff, then we're going to give the radio station a call. This is Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. So we, um, we're talking about Cave FM and about the fact they've been playing for two years, a public service announcement telling you to hide your images of child sexual abuse in case you get busted. This is what they're broadcasting right now. Lame country. Paul Lotsoff is the name of the guy, uh, the station manager and the guy that voiced the um, the, the, uh, the public service announcement. Catherine, what you got? Well, he um, earlier this month, he put something up on their website yes. um, and it's been taken down now. But Radio Inc, um, a radio website in the States, I believe, has got it in full and it is really something to see. Here's what he wrote. <clears throat> 
um, and this was in the week that he he um, pulled it. Right. So he pulled, pulled the PSA from, Thank from you. there. Thank you. I'm delighted with the exposure that we've received. If nothing else, it's really put Tiny Benson on the map, even <laughs> though our city officials probably don't appreciate yeah, any for, of this. For nonsense. Jeez. <laughs> I'm cave manager Paul Lotsoff. For many years, I've been seeing and hearing news reports about people who got sentenced to horrible prison sentences when their only crime was possession of pieces of paper, or in more cases, the person was caught with dirty pictures on his computer. About two years ago, the thought occurred to me that, as a broadcaster, maybe I could do something to help these unfortunate people who are in many cases doing life in prison and maybe help keep other people out of prison. I came up with a one-minute public service message which I aired late at night. It started out by explaining that Arizona has a law about possession of child pornography that is the most stringent in the nation in that it carries a mandatory 10-year prison sentence for each image found. In the second half of my message, I suggested that if for any reason a person has such material, he take measures to prevent having to spend years behind bars. For about two years, the only response I got from this message was an occasional complaint that the message was depraved. But nothing much happened until a few days ago when someone recorded the message off the radio and posted it on Facebook. Suddenly, it exploded. I began getting phone calls from television stations in Tucson, then TV stations in Phoenix and from the Phoenix-based Arizona Republic newspaper. Then national news services began to contact me. Even the BBC in London has done a report on my announcement. And the calls from news organisations keep on coming. I'm delighted with the exposure that we've received. If nothing else, it's put Tiny Benson on the map, even though our city officials probably don't appreciate any of this. He said that already, hasn't he? Yeah, that was the. I think that was part of the headline. All oh, right. Judging by the posts on Facebook and other websites, it's clear that a lot of people have managed to misunderstand what I said in my one-minute announcement. Many people seem to think that I have expressed the opinion that child abuse is fine and dandy. I never said that. These same people think I said the production of child pornography is fine and dandy. I never said that. Others think I believe that dissemination of child pornography is fine and dandy. I never said that. Still, others think that I'm telling people to break the law. I never said that. Some conclude that I must be a paedophile. I am not a paedophile and I don't have any child pornography in my possession and have a hard time understanding why anyone would want it. But I do understand that there are some folks out there who do like this material and I feel some sympathy for their plight. (laughs) Oh, man. Wow. I feel that my announcement has served its purpose, but it's also caused a lot of misunderstanding and strained emotions. And that's why I've taken it off the air. Now, Let's say a few words about the self-appointed guardians of public morals. These are the people who've pointed their fingers at me. These are the people who demanded that this station be shut down because we are immoral. These are people who use the strangest tactics to spread their moral values. These moralists try to get their way by using threats and intimidation. These moralists have threatened our employees and have threatened our advertising clients. These moralists object to pornography, but you should hear the obscene messages they leave on our answering machines. Yeah, leaving a swear word on an answer machine is not the same as putting images of child rape. They don't object to pornography. They object to child abuse. These moralists have threatened to come and get me. These moralists are nothing but mobsters and raving hypocrites. They use the most unethical tactics to promote their moral values. In the name of upholding the law, they break the law. If you are one of our many supporters and you receive threats from these mobsters, you can report it to the proper authorities or simply hang up on them. To those who continue to support Cave FM, I extend my most sincere thank you. We will not be intimidated by an angry, self-righteous mob, and I plan to keep Cave FM on the air and serving the public as we have done since 1983. Let's just listen to that public service announcement message again. 
it was which was voiced and written by the guy who just wrote that statement in many cases the penalty for possession of pictures is worse than the penalty for murder you should understand that your internet provider could report you to the police if they catch you looking at a website featuring naked juveniles the police then enter your house and seize your computer if you have such material, you can save yourself and your family a ton of grief and save the taxpayers of Arizona a lot of money by never storing such pictures on the hard drive of your computer. Always use an external drive and hide it where nobody will ever find it. Likewise, never keep paper pictures, tapes, or films of naked juveniles where anyone else can find them. A public service message from the Cave 97.7 FM. What we'll do is we've got a couple of calls. We're close to the news. We'll, we'll phone them after midnight. We've got a studio number and we've got a, an office number. Um, we'll call them after midnight. Let's quickly just take this. Good evening, Eddie. Yes, hello. Hello, Eddie. Yeah, hello. Hi, Eddie. What would you like to say? Uh, yeah, I have depression. Okay. Mm, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. So is this, uh, I want to ask for, is this uh, live in the TV or radio? Did he say? What did he say? Something about a pack of three. I thought he, um, I thought I heard a swear. Let's, go, let's go call him back. Hang on a second. Let me call him back. I heard something different there. Let's try this. What did you hear? I, I, well, I was, I was erring on the side because that last, the, the, the yeah. previous call was, was a bit sniffy. So, um. Someone's asking, right. is this going out live? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yes, John? Hi, um, Ian. Hello, John. What I would like to say about paedophilia it... is throw a pebble in the middle of a pond and look at the ripples. Right, what, what, right. what does that mean in English? Because it affects everybody and everybody's family. Yes. Now, I'm an adult. I'm not a paedophile. I'm nothing like that. But two of the young people in my family yes. have been victims of paedophilia. Okay, yes. And it's a terrible thing. The one ended up... That... <laughs> John, right, that's a horrific story, and we we don't we don't need images like that on the radio, please. That doesn't that doesn't help anybody. No, what I'm trying to say to you is that radio station, yes. cave or whatever it was, yes, should be burned. No, well, John, first of all, if you're going to use a different name, try and hide your voice. Secondly, that's a ridiculous thing to say, mate. It's a ridiculous thing to say. We're better than that. We're going to burn down a radio station. What a stupid thing to say. No, it's not. No, it is. It is. What if there's someone innocent inside there and they get burnt to death? What a stupid thing to say. I can't believe it. What? That I'm, that I'm not condoning you burning down a radio station where someone innocent might die. Well, then you're an idiot. What, what, what if someone was, was in there? Or would you, would you want the people in there? We're not talking about that. We're talking about paedophilia. No, no, you're talking about burning down a radio station. I think yeah, it's... because... No, because no, no, don't give, it, don't give me... Don't give me... No, 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 no. Don't give me that, right? 
Don't what give he's me... promoting is disgusting. Yes, we. I don't know if you know that. We're agreeing. But you, you saying, you doing a knee-jerk reaction of, let's burn it down. Well, this isn't a knee-jerk reaction. Yes, it is. It's an You're idiot. the knee-jerk reaction. You're the jerk reaction. What rubbish. My daughter had to go into witness protection. Oh, John, 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 don't. What don't. are you on? You're an idiot. You're an arsehole, Glyn. You're, You're an, an arsehole. Idiot. You're an absolute You're arsehole. An idiot. You're an arsehole. Do you want, do you want to know what Peter... Please hang up. That wasn't me. What an arsehole. Why would you change your name but then not, but when you've got a really distinctive voice? Don't speak to me like that on my show. Don't talk to me as though I condone child rape. Of course I don't condone it. How dare you speak to me like that? But you coming on and saying that place should be burnt down is stupid and helps nobody. Where is he? Where is he? You're on on the radio. Yes. You're on radio? Yes, you're on the radio, mate. Do you know how much hurt I've gone through? Do you want to know the pain? I tell you something, Ian Lee. You're an arrogant idiot. And John, John, I'm sorry you've been through that pain. All I'm no, sa- you know. You call my name out when I ask to be anonymous. You, everyone recognises your voice, you muppet. You're a dick. Ta-da. What a nasty, nasty Please man. Right, hang on. Last one. Please. I'm not having that. I'm not being spoken to like that. We put up with these boring, stupid, dull phone calls. John, genuinely sorry for everything that you've been through. Please hang up. Well, he's he's never coming back. The arrogance of the man. I know he's been through a lot. I've been through some terrible things. But that image that he planted in the heads of our listeners, I don't know if I dumped it in time. What, what, why would you put that? Why would you put that image in the heads of listeners? Why would you do that? Why would you do that? I hope I dumped it in time. I'm not convinced I did, because I froze. Of course, I'm. Of course, I've, I've, I have every sympathy in the world for anyone who's um, been abused as a child, and the, the family member of anyone that's been abused. Of course, of course, I have. Did you not see the story about me the other week? Flipping heck, man. Of course, I've got sympathy. You're having a go at the wrong person, dude. You're having a go at the wrong person. All I'm saying is this knee-jerk reaction of let's go and burn it down. What what, what does that solve? It doesn't solve anything. It doesn't solve anything. Well, he's never phoning again. Um, Man alive. Let's go talk radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Get an earful of unusual nocturnal emissions with radio's Lord of Misrule, Ian Lee. No relation, thank God. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. So, this radio station... Cave FM in America. I've been playing this public service announcement. If you just come in, 
Um, this is the public service announcement they've been playing. Got to listen very carefully, okay? But it's it's a, it's a pretty incredible message. In many cases, the penalty for possession of pictures is worse than the penalty for murder. You should understand that your internet provider could report you to the police if they catch you looking at a website featuring naked juveniles. The police then enter your house and seize your computer. If you have such material, you can save yourself and your family a ton of grief and save the taxpayers of Arizona a lot of money by never storing such pictures on the hard drive of your computer. Always use an external drive and hide it where nobody will ever find it. Likewise, never keep paper pictures, tapes, or films of naked juveniles where anyone else can find them. A public service message from the Cave 97.7 FM. Incredible. It's a radio station um, in America, and we can uh, phone up the radio station. I'm expecting nothing. Paul Lotsoff is the guy that wrote and voiced that um, public service announcement. He's also been defending it. Uh, he's also the station manager. Um, so we've got two numbers. We've got studio line and the business line. Slightly unfair to call the studio line. Slightly unfair. But that's the number I'm going to call first because, uh, you know, it's... Um, the kind of guy i am so zero zero one is it for america zero zero one let's have a let's see Don't, it's tucson arizona hello cave fm hey yeah is it possible to speak to paul lots off please well i can take a message and have him give you a call if that's possibility that would be fantastic can i give you my email address sure thing it's ian i a i n i a i n okay at ian lee that's i a i n l double e dot com dot com dot com dot com c o m obviously okay um, and I'm calling from the United Kingdom uh, from a radio station called Talk Radio. I would have guessed that. <laughs> no, there you go, you see. There you go. It, it's the actual name of the station as opposed to just the genre. So it would be great if you could send me an email. We'd love to have a chat with him. Sounds good. Thanks for calling. Thanks very much indeed, man. Cheers. Thank you. Bye-bye. You bet. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. There we go. What a nice guy. And that's why you can't go around burning radio stations, because there are nice people that work there. You know, that's why. Okay. So he's got the email. Let's give the business. I don't, you can't get, you, you know, that that's the equivalent of me phoning up Kath and giving her a hard time. You know, if I were to, to give that guy a hard time, that's me phoning up Kath and giving her a hard time because, you know, Julia Hartley Brewer said something obnoxious about overweight. But, you know, it's that, it's that kind of thing. There's no point in me, in me giving that person a hard time. Just like there's no point in me giving this next person a hard time. This is the business line, but this may take us a little bit closer uh, to uh, Paul Lotsoff, and they might be able to answer... Um, am I doing this the right way around? Uh, 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 uh. They might be able to answer a few questions about the public service announcement, more so than, you know, a producer. The number you are calling does not accept unidentified oh. calls. If you are a solicitor, please hang up now. <laughs> Otherwise, please enter the 10-digit telephone number you are calling from. Um, I don't think we have the ability to do that here. Do we? Ha- is there a way we can unblock our phone number? Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to turn off YouTube and we'll call them on my phone. That's what we're going to do. We're going to call them on my phone. Sorry, YouTubers. Picture is going. This is more important.
This is more important. I'm on, I'm on gift gaff, so this is going to eat up my credit. But, I, you know, that's what I'm prepared to do. That's what I'm prepared to do. Right. Let's, um, let's see what we can get to on here. Hang on a second. Hang on a second, guys. Keypad. Zero one. The number you are calling does not accept unidentified calls. Okay. If you are a solicitor, please hang up now. Otherwise, please enter the ten-digit telephone number you are calling from. I don't know what an American number would look like, so I'm just going to enter. That's okay, it's not my number, it's not my number. There we go, let's see, let's see. There we go. That worked. Hello. Hey, can I speak to Paul, please? That's who I am. Hey, Paul, this is Ian Lee. We're live on Talk Radio. How you doing, man? You're with what now? We're live on Talk Radio in the UK. I wanted to ask you about your public service announcements. Off the air for over a year now. Has it been over a year? But they ran for about two years, didn't they? Well, yeah, before before all hell broke loose. What, tell me about the hell breaking loose. It sounds like it's been a nightmare for you. It's a what now? It sounds like it's been a nightmare for you. Well, it was for a while, but not for, fortunately over the last year or so it's died down and nobody seems to have too much interest in it anymore. What, what were people complaining about? What were they what? what? Sorry, it's not the greatest line. What were they complaining about? Oh, they found our, that announcement to be highly offensive and uh, <clears throat> thought that I should be put in prison for the rest of my life. Wow. Can, can I ask a question, Paul? I suppose so. Yeah. Are you, are you a, do, do you have pictures of um, naked juveniles? Do I have any? Yeah. No. Have, have you ever had? No. Why Why would you be giving people advice on... At some point in my life, I may have had such a picture, but it wasn't for, it wasn't for pornographic purposes. Why would you have a picture of a naked juvenile? If it, What was it for? Somebody might have taken a picture of me when I was two years old. Okay. But, there's, but you can understand that the implication in the public service announcement that you made and you wrote is... Um, not just, you know, you, you won't go to prison for having pictures of yourself or your own kids, you know, splashing around in the bath or playing around in the back garden. You don't go to prison for that, do you? Well, I heard of one, one situation where the children were taken away from some parents for having such pictures. OK, if that's true, that that's 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 only one case that normally you, you go to prison for having pictures of, of, of child children being raped and sexually molested. I honestly, honestly don't know exactly what uh, <laughs> what these pictures are. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You, you you were telling paedophiles how to hide their collection of videos of children being raped, weren't you? Why why was that acceptable? I don't know. I don't know if rape is the right word. What is the right word? Educate me. <laughs> Possibly uh, just being asked to perform certain sexual acts i i honestly don't know like like blow blow jobs and things hmm? like kids p- performing oral sex and, and uh, either on adults or adults doing it to kids 
I honestly don't know what these pictures contain. Come on, man. Yes, you do. You you know you know exactly what they contain. Come on, man. I don't, I, don't have, I don't have this material. I just feel sorry but, for the people who are doing life in prison. You feel sorry for people that are in, doing life in prison because they've got pictures of, and I'm not going to repeat that image again because that will be triggering for some of my listeners. You feel sorry for people that got pictures of children being sexually abused. And you, you, you draw a distinction between children being raped and being asked to perform other sexual acts. Well, I'm not saying that, they, I'm not saying that it's okay to produce this stuff. I'm just saying that it should be okay to possess it. Why? No, it shouldn't. It, sh- it should. It should be. And thank God it's illegal to possess images of this, because to to have an image, to have a photograph, one photograph of a child performing a sexual act means that that child actually had to perform that sexual act. That that could be my kid. That could be my kid. Yeah, it might be some kid in Romania too. In that case, it doesn't matter, does it? It does, but you, by putting people in Arizona in prison for the rest of their lives, that's not going to dry up the market in Romania. No, but it will it will send out a message that um, uh, images of, of children being raped, and whether it is, you know, it, it, penetrative sex or something else, it is rape. Um, ch- images of children being raped is unacceptable. Well, it might be unacceptable, but it's not going to change anything. That is a staggering... Attitude to have. If there's a market in Romania, it'll be produced in Bulgaria. You know it happens in America as well. You know it happens in America, and it happens in the United Kingdom. My understanding is that the vast majority of this stuff which is found on the Internet is not produced in the United States. But your understanding is wrong. A significant amount of it is produced in the United States. What difference does it make, though? A child's a child. It's not going to stop it. But, but, but you're encouraging it. You're, you're, you're actively encouraging it. Is not going to stop it. You're actively encouraging it. You've got a radio station, man. <laughs> well, you are. You're telling people how not to get caught with it. The same logic applies to marijuana. You make it illegal to possess it. No, nobody's going to have it, it doesn't. It, who's, if someone's got a pot plant in their back garden, who's being hurt? Somebody's got what? If someone's got a marijuana plant growing in their back garden, who gets hurt? Nobody. Right. If someone's got a picture of a child being raped, who's been hurt? My point is that... No, no, answer that question. Answer that question. Answer that question. You've compared it to marijuana use, which is dumb. If someone's got a picture of a kid being raped, who gets hurt? Nobody. Come on, dude. What about the kid? It's not going to stop it to make it illegal. How can you even laugh at that, man? I've had enough of this. Dude, I was sexually abused as a kid, right? He's hung up. Wow! I said a really... Can I just apologise? I said a really unpleasant image there that I shouldn't have said. And that was the heat of the moment. And if I'd been thinking, I wouldn't have said that. And I'm really sorry. That was inappropriate. And that was probably triggering for a huge... For a, a number of you. And I didn't mean to say that. I was, I was, that was anger. That was my anger that said that, and I should have just been able to hold myself in check a little bit, and I didn't, so I apologise. And I, I, I'm guessing that a few, few of you may have switched off during that. Great, that's fine. If we put that video up, let's have a little disclaimer up um, that this could be triggering for some people because I um, shouldn't have said that, and I'm really sorry, and I'll, I'll feel a bit, I'll feel guilty about that tonight. Anyway, 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 anyway. <clears throat>
Let's have some adverts. Use that time to think about what you've just heard. And then give me a call, please. 0344-499-1000. I'm fuming. I am fuming. He laughed. He laughed. Who gets hurt? No one. There's kids in Romania. (laughs) There's kids in Romania. Jeez, let's go to the adverts, man. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Thank you for the support on Twitter and the kind words. It's much appreciated. Um, Not everyone was so supportive. Zax has tweeted, stop trying to create radio moments. That's my job. (laughs) My job is to create, literally, is to create radio moments that last about three hours. If you really cared, you would have called him off air and maybe called the authorities. Anyway, time to call Ofcom about your radio show. (laughs) You're crossing the line now and letting the wave of your high ratings get to you. Enough. (laughs) Okay. Okay, dude. What are you going to complain about? What are you going to say to Ofcom? But thank you. Most people have been very supportive. And again, apologies. There was imagery in there I created that I shouldn't have done, but I was I was furious. Oh, I'm shaking. Um, 0344 499 1000. You can call it about that. You can call in about anything. You know the show. Clunky gear changes. We go from light to shade at the drop of a hat. Last night we talked about a woman who was being bullied by her husband and had been for decades and was considering leaving him. We went straight from that to a woman touching her vagina with a nine volt battery to see if she get a tingle. You know, it is, there's no other show like it. I gave up. About halfway, two years into my run on BBC Local Radio, I gave up trying to, you know, e cross-fade subjects and topics and ease from one to the other. And I, I gave up. Um, and we call them clunky gear changes because that is what life is about. That is what co- that is what conversations are like. You go from something heartbreak. You know, how many times have you been to a funeral and laughed? You laugh at funerals, man. You know, and then that's, that, that feel, it feels like it's inappropriate, but that's what we do. So we can go from that very, very, we just lost that caller. I don't know who that caller was. I was about to go to them. Uh, we can go from, you know, very, very heavy things to very, very light and, and frivolous things. Please don't feel bad if you want to phone in and say um, that you once punched a ghost. Or, uh, you know, your dog can bark its name. Don't, don't feel bad. I think we probably need something like that after um, speaking to Paul there. That's Paul Lotsoff at, um, at Cave FM in Arizona. What a despicable uh, human being that gentleman is. I use the word gentleman lightly. Good evening, Tony. Hi, Ian. How are you? Um, I'm. I'm. I shouldn't I, ask that question. Sorry. I'm angry. I'm. 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 I'm angry, I'm, but I'll be all right. Yeah. Um. I think you described him perfectly there, and um, a bit nervous to be honest. I, I've, I've planned on phoning you for a while, but uh, yeah, I, I think um, you were you were very civil as, as you as you could have been. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, what a scumbag! <laughs> what a scumbag! <laughs> exactly. And uh, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I just thought I'd phone because um, I think we've got a few things in common in the fact that um, uh, I've been getting divorced over the last twelve months. I'm sorry to hear that, man. I want to. Uh, 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 I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah, but it's that's what it's way. 
way of the world, isn't it? And things happen and, um... Yeah, how's it, how's it going for you, brother? Um, up and down, out three children, so I think if you've got five, Ian. Five children? What the hell are you talking about? No. No, I've got, I've got, I've got, I know I've got two, I've got two. Two, two boys. Yeah. Sorry, I thought, I thought, one of your old, your old, I uh, must have one of your old podcasts from ages ago I listened to, maybe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you must have been joking. But I know, I know you had t- two who you've talked about recently, yeah. So I've got three, and um, not having them around is probably the uh, difficultest. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean, brother. I know what you mean, Catherine. Sorry, sorry. Just excuse me for a second, Tony. Yeah, the gentleman no that we spoke to from America. I don't I can't remember that gentleman's name, but I think he may be yeah. genuine. So if you could get him back for us, Catherine, he's just tweeted me, and I think he's, he's a genuine person who's listening on Mixer. Um, so if you could look through the calls and find out, he had a name typed in, so we'll find that out. Sorry, sorry, Tony. I just we're, we're, no, that's fine. I'm just um, I'm being a security guard to the show. Hey, yeah. you know it's tough, and it's through to you actually. It happens. Thank you. It happens, man. It's... You've been keeping me going for the last, yeah, most evenings. Well, well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear it. That, that is my job, and uh, I have the best. Say, I've got the best job in the world. I'm gonna be. I've got uh, straight after this. I'm going to a luxury hotel in in uh, West London, and wow. then I will be up at five o'clock to go and be on Good Morning Britain tomorrow. So I'm wow. gonna get. If I'm lucky, I'm <laughs> gonna get. Hours. If I'm lucky, I'm gonna get two hours sleep. But because I'm raging, I'm probably not going to get to sleep. I'm going to have no sleep tonight. No. Can you survive with no sleep? Um, I, do you know, I can do Good Morning Britain with no sleep because it's, it's it's such a, a nice atmosphere. To mm. it's such an it's such a friendly bunch. I'll be all right. Hopefully, yeah. I can then go home Thank and get a couple coffee. of hours of kip. Well, yeah, I'm off the coffee. Oh, but... you refrain from caffeine. I, I, I have some from mental health, so I, I've tried to refrain from caffeine. Um... I'm off the coffee, but I had a, I had a latte on the way in tonight because I was flagging a bit. So um, maybe tomorrow well, we'll see. Yeah, but coffee, that's the only good thing that, that keeps, you know, it's okay to drink, I think, is it? Well, yeah, <laughs> so so alcohol so. or anything else. Oh, you don't want any of that rubbish. You don't want any uh, of that rubbish. Yeah, it's on, on and off, but, um, yeah, I think I'm coming to the end, the end, of, the end of the tunnel. Yes, all right. Well, well hang in there, man. It, it gets better. I've been assured of it. Yeah. All right, Tony. Good, um, thanks very much for your time, and, um... Yeah. Give us a call any time, uh, uh, Tony. Can I, call, can I call you back again? You call us back any time you want, fella. It would be much appreciated. Thank you very much I will call much this indeed. week. Cheers, mate. Thank you very much indeed. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to risk this. Let's see where this goes. Yes, Alistair? Hello. Hello, Hello. Hello, Hello Alistair. Can you hear me? Yes. How are you? Alistair, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a request. Please don't call us when you've been drinking. Are you sure? Yeah, because it, 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 it ends badly for everyone. No one comes away from it feeling satisfied. Okay. Okay? I'm too All right, man. Thanks very much. Okay, bye. Cheers. No, no one comes out of that well. No one comes out of that well. We, we've learnt from past experience but with, with that specific caller. Um, no one comes out of that well. 0344. 499-1000 is the uh, telephone number if you want to um, give us a call. Quiet show tonight, huh? Quite a quiet show tonight, isn't it? Another 30 minutes before Paul Ross... Where is it? It's Thursday, yes. Thursday, it's Paul Ross uh, before he comes in at one o'clock. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Uncut after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 
<laughs> oh, I'm just looking at the switchboard and I want to cry. I just want to cry at the people that are calling in. Dude, dude, dude. Glenn. Hello, Glenn. You're you got on. it wrong, Ian. Glenn. No, you got it wrong. Glenn, I would like to apologise. No, I don't want your apology. Well, then go away, then. Go away. Go away. I'm, I am prepared to apologise for the way I spoke to you. And this is, this is, you're not on the air at the moment, Glenn, so just calm down, right? I'm prepared to, I, I would, would happily apologize for the way I spoke to you. And this, this, this is deciding, you know, whether we ever speak again or not. Okay. So just think very carefully. Put your anger away. Cause I know you've been ringing for the last 30 minutes or so and it's not been answered. And I've made the decision to answer the call because I would not like us to part on bad terms. So if you can watch your tongue. Don't swear and come on and have a civilised conversation, then I'm prepared to do that. If you're not prepared to do that, then we say goodbye and we we never speak again. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Glenn, you're not on the air at the moment. No one can hear you. I hope you heard what I just said, okay? I'll say it again. I will say it again. I am prepared to get you on the air. You're not on the air now. I would like to apologise for the way I spoke to you. Um, but if if you don't want to have a, a civilised, decent conversation, then we shake hands and I will politely ask you not to call again because we will not be answering your call again. OK, that's if you're not prepared to have a decent, civilised, grown up conversation. Right, you're back on the air. Can I ask you a question, Ian? Do you agree to the terms I've just laid out? Can I ask you a question? You can only ask me a question if you agree to the terms I've just laid out. So, therefore, I don't have a choice. No, you don't. You don't. You don't. The, the, the right. choice is you have a choice. The choice is you agree to the terms I've just laid out or we, we shake hands and we say goodbye and we don't speak again. Those those are the cho- two choices that you've got. Well, I asked to be anonymous. I apologise for that, but everyone knew who you were. People were tweeting, why is Ian calling Glyn John? I apologise for that. I'm sorry I got that wrong. That was a wrong, wrong, wrong of me. I apologise. And... Ian, I respect you because what you did with that lady last night—it was you don't, with you, you don't respect me. You don't, you don't. You have no respect for me. The way you spoke to me, you have no res- respect for me. You have no respect for me either. Well, I'm apologising. Um, I'm apologising for um, saying your name, despite the fact everyone knew it was you, because you have a very distinctive voice. And I'm, I'm apologising for the way I spoke to you. So what do you want to do, Ian? Well, I want to... Can I just stop calling? Would that suit you? 
<clears throat> yeah, I think I think I, I I think so. I think so. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. What do you think? Um, I think originally we got off on the wrong foot. I think we got off on on pretty on a pretty much the foot we were meant to get off on. You, you were you were very very rude to me tonight, Glenn. Very very rude. No, you broke a rule. I didn't break any rule. There's, there are no rules here. But you you were very very rude to me. Okay then. Well, I'll call, I'll I'll just think I've come up. Because you, you, you're not you're not big enough to apologise or, or or have a conversation about it. But do I have to apologise for Ian? I was I was speaking to you about paedophilia you, 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 and about the way it has affected my family. Yes, you you weren't speaking. Right? You weren't speaking. You were swearing. I'm very, you very, weren't, Glenn. You weren't speaking. You were swearing and shouting and being abusive at me. Okay. That's not speaking. And I'm really really sorry for what's happened to your yes, family. And the no, only time. Not the listening. only time. Never listens. You never listen. So Neither do you, mate. You, no, I do. I'm a really good listener. It's something I've learned. You, really? but you, 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 I, yeah, it's something I had to teach myself to, is to listen because I didn't, didn't used to be. It wasn't when I first started doing um, phoning radio. But I'm, I'm a really good listener now. Really good. One of the best. I don't dislike you, Ian. I actually think at times you're very good and you're very helpful. I couldn't care less what you think about me. You're, what you think about you me is, is what you think about me is unimportant to me. Right. So why are we having a private conversation? Who's who's that? We're on the air, mate. Like I said, who's having a private conversation? I'm, I'm doing a radio show. Yeah. Yeah, but this isn't a private. So why? Con- why? What? When? I was speaking to you. Your decision was to let my name out. I made a bad call. Listen, I don't. I knew it was. No, no, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So you don't know. So you can make a bad call. I'm and explaining. That's okay. I'm explaining it. If you if right. you if you shut my up and listen. If you don't give daughter, me, no, don't you, you dare. You shut up and listen. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Put that image. In the mind of my listeners again. Don't you dare. All right. Here's the thing. Said on my screen, John, I I knew it was you because when you phoned up, your name came up and it was changed. And I recognised your voice. Okay. So I'm doing the radio show and I'm thinking about a million things. And of course, I say Glyn because you phoned us all this time. and, And that's what I say. I'm not constantly looking at the screen, to say, what name am I supposed to be saying? I apologise profusely and sincerely for getting your name right or wrong. For getting your name wrong. I apologise. But you're a regular caller, and I'm used to calling to calling you Glyn. It, it just came into my head. And that was wrong, and that was perhaps a slip in professionalism, and I apologise for that. You were advocating the murder of innocent people and you planted, I think I may have dumped it, but you you planted an horrific image in the minds of my listeners that was inappropriate. 
Okay. Really? Now you're back on air. You haven't been on air for the last two minutes. You're wrong, Ian. You really are wrong. Tell me which part I've got wrong. Um, most of your show, actually. Tell me which. Give me a specific that maybe I, so I can learn and work on it. Tell me. Give me one specific part I've got wrong. You take things. I do what? Sorry. You take things off people. Could you be more people specific? People who are caring, people who are loving. Could you give me a specific example? You're being very vague. No, 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 no. Why should I give you a specific so you can criticise again? Because I don't think you have so a you specific. Can... I don't think you have. You just All don't right. like me, and, and you're, you're being vague. I've got and... a specific. Okay, go. I'll give you a specific now. You let me name out when I want it to be anonymous tonight. Well, I don't know but if you... a specific. As I say, you probably didn't listen to the explanation I just gave, did you? No, we're off air, weren't we? No, we're not off air. We're on air. I'm doing a radio show. No, I just... when, 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 you, when you gave me... The specific, we were off air, weren't we? No. And now we're back on air. No. I you, don't know. No, you don't. You tell me, Ian. Uh, I will do, Glyn. You know, you, do you know something, Sunshine? You're not actually as smart as you think you are. Because you really have annoyed me tonight. Glyn, it's been great you calling in. You, no, here we go. You're cutting me off. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to cut you off, Glenn, because I, I don't like you, and and I've been really apologetic, and I've doffed my hat to you, and you've been aggressive and threatening, and you're making me feel uncomfortable. So please don't call this show again. I haven't again. been aggressive at all. I have not been Please, aggressive please, at all. please don't call this show again. Why you, have I been aggressive? Please don't. Only you know the answer to that. Please don't call this show again. You will no, not be no, answered. No, you know the answer to that, Ian. You didn't give me you a specific. You know the answer to that, Ian. You're being aggressive now. I'm not being aggressive. Yes, you are. I'm just repeating back what you what you said to okay. me. Please don't call. You the... told me I knew the answer to that. Okay. This con... now I'm saying to you, you know okay. the answer to that. Okay, Glenn. This conversation's over. Please don't call this show again because your phone call will not be answered. But you're, you're, I'm sure you're, you, you know, you could try other shows, but you will not be answered here. I thought it was free speech, Ian. No, free speech doesn't exist. That's a whole different conversation, but free speech is a myth. Also, me and Kath decide who gets on this show, and, and, and we've decided that we don't want to talk to you anymore. So therefore, free speech doesn't exist, does it? No, free speech, well, that's what I just said, mate, yeah, but you don't listen. Free speech doesn't exist, it's a myth. Certainly no, well, I asked to be anonymous okay. and you abused it. I, I, I apologise and I explained it, but you weren't listening because you never do. Listen, this conversation's over. Just like you. Just like you. OK. Please, please never call us again. You will not be answered. <laughs> do what you think, Ian. Oh, I'm doing that, yeah. I'm, I'm going to hang up now, Glyn. OK. I'll tell you something. I'm, I am, I am furious. I am furious. I'm shaking with fury. Finding it hard to breathe. My chest is tightened. And that was a real effort of will to speak calmly. And um, to stay in control. That was a real tough thing 
to do because uh, I'm, I'm very, very angry. Very angry. Very few people get to be as rude as that to me. And, um, but I'm learning. <sighs> Last 15 minutes of the show. This is Talk Radio. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Let's go to Sarge. Evening, Sarge. Right. How you doing, man? Yeah, not bad. Yeah, good. What you got? Absolutely nothing. But, um... <laughs> I love it. I love the honesty of it. Well done. Thank you. But I listened to your last call, and I have to say, I, I you know, I love you, and I know a lot of other people love you. He hates you. I don't care. Nah. It, 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 it shouldn't be beating yourself up and getting angry about it. it oh, I'm not. I'm just. I'm just. He's got the problem. No, no, I, no. And and I'm just. I'm just. I'm just angry at being spoken to in such a disrespectful manner when I was being very humble and apologetic. Um, you were, man. Yeah, I agree. But, that's, you know, hey, listen, it's fine. I made a mistake. It was a genuine mistake. And I've apologised and I've, I've kept my side of the street clean, you know, and that's fine. And he won't be calling. Well, he will, will be calling us again, but he won't be getting on. And that's fine. And this myth of free speech, free speech doesn't exist. It certainly doesn't exist on a radio show. That's why we've got a seven second delay. You're not allowed to swear. <laughs> And you're not allowed to be libelous. So, therefore, there are there are two limitations on free speech. You can't phone up and say, I want to go, and, you know, you can't preach hate about a religious or a, a gender or you can't do it. So free speech doesn't exist, especially not on radio. So that's a big myth, man. Anyway, anyway, Sage, I love you too. Come on, come on, too. come on. What did I just say? I dumped it. What did I just say? It's an accident. But <laughs> apologies to the people on YouTube. You would have heard that, and um, there's no need for that. Let's let's hope John has not got a potty mouth. Good evening, John. Good evening. How are you? Um, um, I'm getting better. Well, I just want to say well done on tonight's show. Well done on the emotions that you've gone through, you've portrayed, and you'd, I think you held yourself up really well. And it's... I love you. I love you. You're not going to tell me you effing love me, are you? Like the last call. No, I'll just, I'll just say I know. <laughs> I love you too, man. I want to give you a hug, John. Where are you? I want to come and hug you. I'm all the way up, like Blackpool way, so it's a bit oh, far. You've got, a... you've got, you're busy in the morning. You've got a hotel room tonight. I've, so. got, I've, got, a hotel, I've got just think, John. I've got a hotel room, and um, I'll be in it for a whole two hours. The wonder. Mm. Uh, thank you, man. Um, it's nice to talk to you, John. I appreciate it. How is Blackpool these days? I haven't been to Blackpool for about eight years. Exactly eight years, in fact. It would be exactly the same. It's not progressed at all. <laughs> I like Blackpool. I do like Blackpool. I like British seaside towns a lot. I, I've got, you know, there's a nostalgic thing. There's, I think they're beautiful, and I think you get the best fish and chips at seaside towns. Um, but may, may, do you know what? Maybe I, I might go to Blackpool this summer. I might go and have a few days oh, in Blackpool. Yeah, do it. I, well, hang on a minute. That sounded a little bit, little bit creepy. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I know I love you, but I got a bit excited then. Sorry. Yeah, do it, do it, oh, do, <laughs> do it. it. Got a bit creepy. Oh, where, where should I go if I was going to go to Blackpool, John? Where should I go? Yeah, you go to live in St. Anne's. That's where I'm from. All right, mate. I'll be, I'll be around um, next week. All right. I'll see you then. Thanks, John. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> 
Yes, Andre. Hi, Ian. Hello, Andre. Yeah, south end of the place here. Me and you can go down there for fish and chips. No, thank you. I'm going to Blackpool for fish and chips. Oh, I've got my lappy on, Ian. Oh, you're going to do us a song. Right. That's what we need. Yeah, here we go. There is. With guitar. you got to say this. Are you listening? All three of them. Hello, Ian? What are you doing? It's, it's the clash. The rise. Not to be killed. It's a crime. Unless it is done by a police. This is terrible. The word aristocrat. Oh, no, you're right. Right, you got here, yeah? Yeah. And number two. Huh? You have the right to food money. Uh, of course, you have a little investigation, humiliation, <laughs> and if you cross your fingers, <laughs> uh, rehabilitation. Oh, oh you got Right, hold on a bit more. I'm, I'm right. okay. It's Joe Strummer, uh, Ian, yeah? Yeah, oh yeah. Right, let's fast forward it a bit. Yeah, oh God. Please fast forward it uh, to the end. Right, here, here we go. Uh, three. You have the right, the right speech. Unless, hold on. Hold on. You are not dumb enough to actually try it. True, true. Here we go. You are right. Oh, you're all right. That's three. <laughs> Even by your standards, this is awful. No, you're right. Okay. No, you're right. Uh, Not by Joe Strummers. Yeah. All three of them. All three of what? No, you're right. Okay. Thanks for calling, Andre. Cheers, Ian. There Bye. we go. Now, it, I mean... Uh, let's just have a listen to this for a bit. Come and join me. Come and join me for the last four minutes of the show. <laughs> oh man, oh, I love just told me I've got to raise my game. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Ross is saying it. You know. <laughs> I'm in trouble. You know you're in trouble. <gasps> you smell nice. Do I? Yeah, you do actually. You had a wash or something this week. This week, yeah. You just, just I mean, got, not, not just lately. Got, just got a waft of... Of woman. Of, of woman. <laughs> a waft of woman. Blimey, what a flipping three-hour ride we've had. Have you? I've been busy doing this. Oh. <laughs> uh, 
That's a boring. That's a, uh, you all right? Yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm just trying to find a story that's not going to... Uh, that's going to be... Um, all right, let me take this call. Hello, Lime One, you're on the wireless. Roger Ramjet, he's our man, hero of our nation. When the war has just begun, he'll take us to the station. I used to like Roger Ramjet. Mm. It was funny. Wasn't he was it? like a meathead, wasn't he? Yeah, With a lantern was, jaw. Yeah, but that was like that was the gag, as he was, you know, he was thick. Yeah. And um, I enjoyed that. I used to enjoy a bit of Roger. I was going to talk about ISIS. They've, they've, they've ISIS have. Um, you know how they're funding ISIS now? Go on. They've taken over all the talc mine, all the talcum powder mines. Who's still using talc? Well, Talc-grand- you're, grandparents. You're not supposed to use it because it gives no. you cancer. Well. Uh, cancer of the nuni. Well. It does. Like, I love a bit of talc though. Come in, Paul. Do you, it, do you like a bit of talcum powder? You're not I supposed to, to use it now. I used to go old spice. Oldest swinger in town, freed by firefighters. Emergency services found themselves with an unusual call yesterday when a man got stuck in a baby swing. You know the baby swings. Oh, ho, ho. Despite spending hours trying to extricate himself, hours. <laughs> Uh, from the park in La- uh, from the swing in Lansbury Park, the mortified 20-year-old had to call 999. Firefighters <laughs> took 40 minutes to dismantle the swing. Of course to, they did deliberately. To free the grateful and embarrassed man before rebuilding it for children to use. Ipswich East Police <laughs> later tweeted, "Always use age-appropriate play equipment." Oh, <laughs> if you're going to use play equipment. Come on, that's we, a great. We one. all recognise that moment where you realise. I'm not getting out of this. The fair cold play, sweats begin. Play. The papers, they put a picture of the back of his head. That's, <laughs> that's great. That's okay. Oh, God. That's... Every one of his friends will know, won't they, for the rest of his life. And Oi, serves... Steve! You're in the papers, you muppet! <laughs> have you met him? Stevie Swing, we call him. Ask him why. Ask him why. Paul, you have 45 seconds to sell your show. Make it a good sell tonight, please. Well, we do have the usual old tosh. There we go. But we're also celebrating the Spitfire on the show today. Yep. Because I found out that the Spitfire owes its existence, in fact, to two things, prostitutes and split peas. So the details the on the, details on the way after 1am. Blimey, he, he caught me off guard, sir. <laughs> I love a split You weren't pea. expecting, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you can get it treated these days. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Paul Ross will be on at one o'clock. Your last show this week, isn't it? It is, yes. My confused. weekend starts here, yeah, then I'm back on Monday. Monday beautiful. Bank holiday Monday. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank is it you, bank Catherine. holiday? This is Monday, yeah. Have you not never tell us, do I they? never know. I'm always in. Thank you, Catherine. To be a surprise, it's the first and last Monday in every May. Thank you. Is it? Oh, God. Is it May? Right, be quiet, please. We're back tonight at 10 till then from us. Ta-ta!